Okay, good evening. Tonight's uh, class has been dedicated in memory of Parvis Nazarian. May there be a, may he have an alias neshama in a big way, to the greatest of heights. So much, 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 much blessings for him. And uh, only, only good to the sponsor. Um, much, 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 much blessings and Okay, uh, we're going to about to learn a mimer that um, I just started. I looked at it just a few hours ago, and I, I, um, and when I was learning it, it was extremely overwhelming. It was like whoa! This was like collapsing on my brain from from all sides. But, but as I learned it the last two hours, and then Mamish in the end, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. This is a mimer. This is like one of those maimarim that are like, wow. And no one is going to learn this mimer. No one is going to learn this mimer. Who is going to learn Parsha Shoiftim Biyurei HaZoyar? That is what's so crazy about this. This is like, but this is the best of the best. It doesn't get better than this mimer. So I can say it doesn't get better than this mimer. I don't understand it, but it still doesn't get better than the mimer. I mean, but I can sense that as we're going to learn, it's going to fall into place. It's falling into place already, but it's going to fall into place on a much higher level. This is just fantastic. This mimer is fantastic. Okay, so the mimer is initially is really the Alter Rebbe's mimer, but it is recorded and written by the Mittler Rebbe. So the, the Alter Rebbe said the Maimer. The Alter Rebbe would say Maimarim on Zohar. He said many Maimarim. Most of the Maimarim that are not said on Zohar are printed in Lakuti Torah and in Torah Or. The Maimarim in which he did Biurei HaZohar were never, the, the, they're very Kabbalistic and the Tzemach Tzedek did not, I don't know if that's the reason, but most of them did not make it into uh, Lakuti Torah, Torah Or. Pasha Shoiftim in general doesn't have any Maimarim. The Rebbe talks about it. Why Parsha Shoftim is the only Parsha in all of the Torah that doesn't have a Hasidish Parsha, doesn't have a Lakuti Torah on it. So that's why I said, let's check out Biurei Azoyar. And I think the reason we're learning this Mimer is because the girls this week were learning the whole week about witnesses and, and Edus. And uh, the Mimer is all to explain the root essence of two witnesses. What is the idea of witnesses? What's the idea of edus? And it's like, explains how the entire cosmic order of all of existence is based on these two witnesses, both in the macro and in the micro of the human being. And we're going to see that in our bodies, there are two witnesses completely going through from the deepest inner point of our body, of our, of our soul and body, all the way to the most outer element of our being, it's full of these two witnesses. And the whole idea of how this plays out both in the larger world and in the smaller world, it's really, really fascinating. Okay, so, um, and since the Iker Inyan of Eidos, as we're going to learn later, the main Inyan of witness, witness, the main testifier, the, the main witness is Malchus, is in the, is in the feminine world, even though women are not kosher for edus, but in in in, I hope you had a dis- I hope you had a discussion about that. Okay, so even though that's the case, 
Um, and, and basically, at the end of the mime, you'll have an explanation why women are not kasha for Avis. It's really, really cool. It's, it's, only because, it's only because their testimony would be way too strong. And, and, and we don't want that because it would, be, it would be too concrete, too real, too, too powerful. I guess that will come out from the end. So we want to leave the testimony in the male world where it's not as expressed as thing and it doesn't bring so much guilt. But in any case, the real testimony and real Indian of Eidos Be'ikr is in Malchus, as we're going to see, and could be that's the reason why, uh, because you girls were the ones who learned the Indian of Eidos this week here. Uh, so your mom shech this mimer, <laughs> to us at least. I mean, again, I have no explanation why I learned this mimer today, but for the fact that today I, I just said, let me check out Biure Ezoya. We haven't learned it in a while. And here it is. Okay. There was also something else that I'm going to say that happened to me today that is so amazing that you see, ach, sometimes you see a Giliolokos in, in a very tangible way. So in the morning I was listening, I went to Shul, and I was listening to Kriya Satora. And uh, I was, I can't say I was focusing. I didn't even open the siddur to the laning. I was just listening by heart, sitting there, and they were laning. But it was a very strong valkyrie. You know, sometimes you have a, a valkyrie who reads under the nose, and sometimes you have a valkyrie who reads, and sometimes you have a valkyrie who, like, brings the entire reading to life. And this Balkoire was like awesome. He's like one of, the, one of the best Balkoires I've ever heard. I was actually thinking, oh, wow. I, you know when your mind starts fantasizing? He came to town. I would have met him. I could have said, oh, would you have a little read for Mayan? Yeah, he agreed to read to Mayan. Maybe come David and Mayan. While this is all going on, I'm already, I'm already selecting this Balkoire to be the Balkoire over here. No, 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 no. He's not. He's actually someone else, the Balkoire. But, but I'm just telling you how powerful that leaning was. So, and therefore, suddenly I hear these words... It says, it's talking about um, the whole idea of, of, of edus. The whole halacha of edus is, edus means witnesses, is discussed in the midst of a story in Parsha Shoftim dealing with a man or a woman who serve idols. The people who have, have, who have, um, who have done the, the sin of, of, of Odezara, of idolatry. And it says over here, you should take this this man or this woman out into the city. You should stone them. Based on two witnesses or three eighties, the, the, the mace should die. Okay. Then it says the hands of the witnesses should be first and then to kill them and then everybody else. And you should eradicate the evil from amongst you. I'm listening to this and suddenly I have this like repulsive feeling of this look at this violent Torah over here they're taking this woman out and I'm suddenly seeing this ISIS uh, experience of this being woman being dragged out of the community and everybody throwing stones at them and I'm thinking what's with this violence it's like the Torah is saying take this man or this woman out and stone them And it's interesting the end of the mimer the end of the mimer, literally, which we're not going to get to this week. You're going to have to, those who, who are not here next week will have to listen to it online. Um, the end of the mimer literally <laughs> it 
suddenly talks about who is this man and this woman that is so strongly emphasized over here. This man and this woman. And the Torah keeps on saying again, the man and the woman. And it says, Apishneim Edem Yumas Hames should die the one that's already dead. Yumas Hames. So, because it doesn't say that the person should die. Yumas should be put to death, Hames, the dead one. So, based on what the Zohar says, and the way the Mittler Rebbe, the Alter Rebbe explains it, it's referring to the, the Samachmem and his wife. The Samachmem is called her Ish, Hahu. And Ha'isha is his, the female Samachmem, called Lilith. So it's these two that are being taken out to be stoned. This is not talking in any way. So suddenly that whole like... And again, I never heard it and I never paid attention to it. And, I, and again, the Torah says many times this much. But today there was such a reaction. It's, the way the Torah is saying it is in such a strong forceful way the stones were very 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 were thrown with so much with so much thing I felt it and then when I read today and I learned the mime I was like ah okay I get it there's no violence over here this is actually just what needs to be done in order to uh, you know it's, just, it's, all, it's all an element of powerful kindness getting rid of the the essence of evil from the world right before Mashiach comes but anyways Let's learn. The mimer is really fascinating. Anyways, it's a, it begins with a passage. The Alter Rebbe said this mimer in Tavkov Samachvav. That is a hun, 211 years ago. So it says like this. Lo yakum ed echad be'ish. In, 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 um, I'll read the Zohar. A man, it says, you should, a, a one witness should not stand up against a person. Only based on two witnesses can any any uh, any legal thing can only be established based on two witnesses. So the Zohar says, "Leisa dusa paches mitrain." There is no. Actually, the Zohar begins, and the Tzemach Tzedek also begins with this, with a half a line before this. I'm just going to read that half a line. Pekudeda. This is actually a commandment. It's actually a commandment to testify in Beisdin. Now this mitzvah to testify in Beisdin, the Tzemach Tzedek brings that the Rambam derives it not from here, but from Vayikra, where it says that if you, if you, saw, if you saw something, if you, have wit, if you have testimony that can benefit someone, you're obligated to go and testify. But the Zohar derives it from this Pasuk. Over here, it's the mitzvah of Eidos. Alpishneim Eidos Yakum Dovar. It's a mitzvah. From the fact that it says Yakum, it implies that it implies it's an obligation. Yakum Dovar. It's like a. It's like a. It's telling you that if you know witness, you have to go and testify. Why? Because your your friend, your fellow, should not lose money because you're uncomfortable of going to court. You know, people, you can understand how, how this is. People generally don't like to make for themselves unnecessary enemies. People like to be friends with everyone. And you know, sometimes there are difficult mitzvahs, especially if you're a nice guy or a nice woman. 
and you really don't like to start up with anybody. You know, someone asks you, they need you to come to court and testify on their behalf. Obviously, you know you're going to acquire yourself an enemy forever. You know, the other person you're testifying again. Again, it's not an easy mitzvah. It's an obligation. You have to go. If you know this is the truth, you have to go. That's it. Um, because that person doesn't have to lose money because of your discomfort of, of uh, ex- whatever, assisting someone, okay, or harming someone. The lay sadusa, okay, now, now the rest says already inside over here. And the Zayar says, the lay sadusa pachis mitrain. There is no witness less than two. There always needs to be two witnesses. This is what it says in the Pasuk. According to two Adim, Yakum Davar. A matter needs to be established based on two things. The, the, um, you can't establish any law or any um, verdict with based on one on one uh, one witness you need to have two who begin da oikma and 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 because of this is what is is as begin da how does he trace it zahush no hold on the begun da oikma means and because of this the bale hamishna meaning the tanoim said an interesting thing me mayed hal adam who testifies about a person? The Gemara says in Mesechtes Tainus and also in Mesechtes Chagiga. Okay, we're talking about when there's witnesses, there's witnesses in a court. But then we also know that every person has to one day come before, before the, before the uh, heavenly tribunal and give a din v'cheshben. Who's the testify? Who testifies? Who are the ones who bear testimony on on, on up there, so the, the Gemara says kiros beisoi, the walls of a person's house, because see the Gemara says sometimes such powerful, sometimes all the time such powerful things, but like isn't that a powerful statement? Who testifies about you? This is the walls of your house. Why? Because the walls of your house get to see you when you're completely off guard, right? When we're not in our best behavior. You know, we get angry, we get this. We would never do it in front of people. It's the, the, words, it's, it's the, it's the walls of our own house. Uh, so the, 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 the Gemara says, who testifies? Who's, who's one of the witnesses? The walls. And that's the two witnesses. Because you have one wall and you have another wall. There you go, you got two witnesses. So the two walls of the home, you actually have all four walls. So they, they testify on, on a person. When it, in, when it comes time to test it. And not only that, the people of their house also testify. So simply it would mean, who are the Anche Beisai? Well, your relatives, the people in the house. But maybe they don't want to testify. So what does it mean really, your people, the people of the house? We're going to see soon. My Kiroi's Beisai. But then the Zayar says, what does it mean, the walls of the house? So the Zohar says, you don't even have to have, the house doesn't even have to come. When it says the walls of the house, the heart is called your house. Kirois libai, the walls of the heart. Okay? Like it says, we'll soon see, the very, these are very, very deep. Already told in these three lines of Zohar, it's like there's already there's so, much, so, much, so much depth. And as it says, that... Vayeshev Yechaskiyohu Ponov El Hakir, 
In other words, he's, the Zohar is proving that the wall can be the wall of the heart. It doesn't have to only be the wall of the room. It says Yecheskiyo, when he was ill and he was supposed to die, it says he turned to the wall and he prayed. And he got, and because, he, because of his prayer, he was given, granted another couple of years to life. I don't remember how many years, but he was given longer life. Yecheskiyo HaMelech. V'oikamuhu, and the Chachamim have, have said that this means Malamed, this teaches you that he, it's not that he davened, he just turned to the wall. He davened from the deepest part of his heart. Mekiroi from the walls of his heart. Meaning from the very, 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 he got to the very, 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 very bottom, bottom of his heart. And from there is where he davened. Okay, then the Zohar continues. Anshei Beisoi. So first of all, so we said, because we said earlier that there are two test, two um, two witnesses. One of them are the walls of a person's house that, that testify against for him. I mean, doesn't necessarily mean against the person. The good deeds we have also need to be testimony. So the walls of the house get to see also the lot of good that a person does. Especially if a person is a modest person and doesn't do their good in a way that everybody has to see. But the walls in their house sees the things their devotion, their dedication, their, their mitzvahs that they've done that others don't see. So the walls of their house, that was one. And the other one was the anche beisoi, the people of their home. So what are these two things? So in terms of the walls of the, of the, of the, of the, the walls of his house, we said it means the walls of their heart. When it says the people of their house, the Zohar explains, anche beisoi, in the Ramach Ivarim delay, these are the 248 limbs of the person. So the, the members of your home, the people, are the limbs. We find elsewhere, there's a Pasuk in Kaheles that says, Ir Katana, there's a small city, the Altar Rebbe brings it in Tanya, right in the beginning when he's talking about two kings fighting over, a, a, uh, over the body, the, the Nefesh Lekis and the Nefesh Bahamas, are fighting over the body, he brings this Pasuk. Ir katana, he brings the whole posse, he brings parts of it. Ir katana, a small city, vanoshem ba'ma'at, and there's only few people in that city. Ubo aleo melech gadol, and a big king comes and he wants to conquer the city. And then, and, 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 and he laid siege on the city, and only, and there, was, and there was a young, smart person who taught the people how to escape from this king who wanted to conquer the city. So, the, the, uh, that's a posse in, in, uh, in Kehelis. So the Gemara learns that Ir Katana, that's the body. The body is considered a small city. Anashim Bama'at, the few people that are in the city, those are the limbs. Not too many limbs, but there are limbs in the city. The big king that comes, that's the Yetzahara, that wants to lay siege on the city and get. And if you listen to the, the young, smart one, that's the Nefesh, that's the Nefesh Lekis, the Yetzah Tov. He's young because he comes after the Nefesh, the, the Melech. And he tells you how to escape from the traps of it. Okay. But from there you see that the limbs of a person's body are also called people. Okay? So anche beisai, the people of a person's house, means the limbs of their body. Because this is the way the sages have taught us that what? Maramasnisan, the members of the Mishnah, the masters of the Mishnah have taught us. That Russia, a wicked person, avainoisav chakukin alatzmoisav. A wicked person, his sins are engraved on his bones. Oh, we said it's on the limbs. Well, it's engraved on the bones. 
The sins are engraved on the bones. Tzadik, a righteous person, Zchiyos of his merits, are also engraved on, a, on his bones. So who has to testify in front of God? It's the person's own bones. It's like written all over you. Don't need to get any outside testimony. But this is what it is. It's the limbs themselves there to testify. We'll begin kach, and this is the meaning, what David HaMelech says, All my bones will say, Hashem All my bones, the bones speak. itmar, and therefore we learnt, Mi ma'idin al-adam, who testifies on a person, Koyrois beisoi, here it doesn't say kirois beisoi, here it says koyrois beisoi. Koyrois beisoi means the beams of his house. Beams. The beams of his house, they testify. And what do the beams of the house mean? Who are the beams of the house? So the beams of the house are the bones. The bones are called the beams. Garmin, because we said before, because the mitzvahs and the averis are inscribed on a person's bones. And that's what we mean when it says koiroi's base. So again, we said before that two things that testify. The walls, but that we said means the walls of the heart. Then we said it means the people of the house, and that means the bones. Now the Zohar is going back, and the Zohar is saying, well, when we said the walls of the house, that too means the bones. Because the bones, garmin binuyin al the bones are built on the moach, on the brain, the iumayo, which is water. Which, again, to try to figure out what the Zohar is saying now before we have the Pirish is very hard. Okay, so we'll leave it as we're going to learn. Valeo Karam is, and this is where, the, where it's hinting to, Hamakare Bemayam Ali Yosef. Hamakare Loshen Kirois. That, uh, actually, I, I should have taken a tilim to look this up, the translation of this. Hamakare Bemayam Ali Yosef. It's a Pasuk in Tehillim. In, uh, in, uh, if you have English Tehillim over there, let's take a look a minute. Should be like an orange English. Oh yeah, good. Thank you. Thank you. Kovdalit. This is Barchinavshi that we just said on Rosh Chodesh. Oh, Pasigimel. He roofs his heavens with water. Hamakara b'mayim aliyosef. He roofs his heavens with water. Fine. With water. He's going to explain, because there's going to be a long explanation over here soon, that the bones of a person are rooted in the brain. The brain. Particularly in the Moach HaChachma is where the bones come from. And that's the watery part of a person. That's the essential water of the person. The Bina is the essential fire of the person, as we're soon going to see. But the Chachma is the essential water. And bones are rooted in the water. They're moist and they're, they're, they have a wetness to them. And they're cool. Um, we're going to understand that better. It doesn't, it's impossible even to just explain this before we get to learn. So what he's going to say over here is like this. Let's, let's begin learning. The general mimer, 
Medaber, the Alter Rebbe says again, Medaber bepirish al pasuk is coming to explain the verse. Al pishnei edim yakom davar. Based on two witnesses, something should be established. Mihem beiza edim. Who are the two witnesses? Ubetchila and in the beginning mefarish. Beginning he explains klolas akavan of the general intention bepasuk zeh in this pasuk. Mahu al pishnei edim yakom davar. What does it mean? Based on two witnesses, the matter should be established. First, in general, what what does it mean on two on two witnesses? And afterwards, he's going to start explaining more specifically. Who are these two witnesses? So first, he gives a very general idea about the witnesses, and then he's going to start giving specifically. Who these witnesses are? Vahainu. And the whole passage of the Zohar, we only learned a little part of the Zohar. There's going to be more to it as we're going to learn. But the entire passage of the Zohar is going to explain the two witnesses as they emanate from the most core essential point of existence, like the nucleus of the cosmos. And how these two witnesses manifest in a more external levels, out and out and out, in a more chitzonius together, in a more expressed form. These two witnesses originate at the very, very essence, and they emerge outward on various different levels, as we're going to see. Fahainu de Kamar Betchilas HaMaimer, and this is what he says in the beginning of the Maimer, Leisad Sahadusa Bepachos Mitrain. There is no witness less than two. There always has to be two. And this is what it says, Based on two witnesses, the matter should be established. Piddish, he comes to explain, Why do we need to have two witnesses? By every money, by every monetary um, um by every, we're holding right at the beginning. By every monetary, um, middle of the second paragraph on page 506. By every money um, uh, case, uh, litigation, they're, they're, uh, f- financial litigation, you need to have two witnesses. So the Zoyar is coming to explain what's the panemius of this idea of two witnesses. Mishum de la gamkain, because that's the way it is above. Above as well, la yakum davar edem dafka. Without two witnesses, any entity cannot be established. La yakum davar, the matter cannot be established without two witnesses. So, what does that mean? That the matter can't be. So, really, as we're going to see, it has two levels to it. Number one, essential existence, the worlds, the worlds which are called davar. Davar is a thing. What's the thing? God created a thing. The world is a thing. That thing of the world cannot be exist without two forces. And it's only the two, these two, these two, two forces are contradicting each other, but they work in harmony. It's these two forces that are that are that are at the base of davar of any entity. Therefore, when we want to establish a davar or reality. We want to figure out a reality. We have to consider these two powers. Because you can't just have one witness, because that one witness is coming from one, from one Indian. 
You need to have the two inyana because in order for something real to be established as a davar, as a metzias, it needs two witnesses. And he's going to explain what does it mean the worlds are created on, on these two powers. It's the idea that malchus is called davar. Because malchus is dibur, speech. Bidvar Hashem shamayim naso. But with the word of God, the heavens were made. What's the dvar Hashem that the heavens were made with? Malchus. Malchus peh, Malchus is the mouth. So Malchus is called davar. Al pish neim edim, based on two edim, yakum davar. Binyan ha-Malchus, the structure of, the, of, of, of kingship, of Malchus, is on two powers. We actually learned this in the last mima we were learning on the, the letter from Reb Levi Yitzchak for Chodesh Elul. We were learning how the binyan of Malchus is both in the Aleph and in the Vav. And, 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 and in the Aleph, in both of them, you got to draw down the Lamids, the two Lamids, one to the Aleph and one to the, one to the Vav. We were learning that the, you have to be Mamshech into Malchus, the Chasadim, the Chesed energy. And you have to be Malchus in, in, in Mamshech into Malchus, the Gevura energy. Kvoid Malchuscha Yoimeru, Ugvuraschha Yidaberu. So Malchus is structured on two forces of Chesed and Gevura. And then Malchus, through it being herself structured on these two powers of Chesed and Gevura, Malchus runs the world also with these two powers. First of all, Hashem creates the world with a combination of Chesed and Gevura. But then also, he, he, He's actually governing, He governs everything in the world based on these two powers. Because how does a king govern? A king has to judge. Judge, constantly evaluate a situation. And every evaluation has to take in consideration what? The two, the two sides. Okay? Like every, every, everything, every single decision, like you see in the country now, everything... There's the right side and there's the left side. And you have to figure out a middle way that can kind of take in and coincide what, what should be when you try to, when you try to just take things in, into an extreme and not to consider the other side, you end up with a big mess like we're seeing both right, uh, happening here. So you, you can't, there has to be an amelech when he judges. In judgment, there is the kindness of the judge. And there is the severity of the judge. Sometimes the judge will throw the book at someone. And sometimes the judge will be compassionate and kind. Guilty and innocence. So, first of all, Malchus itself is structured on these two powers of Chesed and Gevura. And then, the way Malchus governs the, the world, governs everything, is based on... And these two powers of Chesed and Gevura are called two witnesses. Why they're witnesses, we'll see in a minute. But they're called two edus. Okay, so let's see. I'm holding, by the way, there's the little eight. The idea is, it says in the pasuk, he has established testimony in Yaakov. So he says, number one, you should know that the word edus is the same word as edus zehupchenas hadas. Das is edus. Das is knowledge, and das is edus. Because the word das and edus the same word, it's just that edus has a vav. Das doesn't have a vav. But really, if you have two edus, then you have two deos. So the word edus, so the word das actually becomes deos. Two, de, two das, 
a das of chesed and a das of gvura. So that's literally the word of edus, because edus is two edim. That's when it's called edus, or else it's only eid. For no, it's edus only when it's two. So das is taka one, but when you have kikel deyos Hashem, there is two deyos. We always know that de- that in das there is two. We don't speak about two in other in other spheres. We don't speak about two in chachma, two in bina. But in das we speak about two. We know in the tefillin we have four parshiyos in the tefillin, and even though the tefillin correspond to the three mochin, the tefillin correspond to the three mochin chachma, bina, and das. So why do you have four? Why do you have four parshiyos? The reason you have four parshiyos is because das splits the two. And because Das becomes the Shoresh for Chesed and the Shoresh of Gevura. Das splits into two for two reasons. It receives from Chachma and Bina. It's receiving the input from Chachma and Bina. And then in Das, Chachma and Bina become one. And from there, however, it directs the energy back out into two emotions, two, two emotions of Chesed and of Gevura, based on these two inputs coming from Chachma and Bina. So Das is the center point that unifies the two, but then splits. And that's why in the, from the tefillin too, you have the splitting. As it splits down here and it comes down from the back, which is where the das is, as it comes down into two. So you see that das is an Indian of shtaya. Um, the yeduot is known, v'yokam eidz, the eidos that u'bchenas ha-das, ki oisi ois eidos, v'oisi is deyos, v'das achasu is one. The yeduot is known, da-das, da-tzilus, it is known that the das of the Ze'eran Pinovatsilus, which in general we don't have to get to this, the, the das, okay, Chachma Bina das, and the das of Ze'eran, you can say, Luchuri, he could be, he means to Lafuke, he comes to exclude the das of Malchus. Because we were learning last week that the das of Malchus is only from Gevura. The Keser of Malchus is from Chesed. But the Das of Malchus is only from Gevura. We said that in Malchus, the Das only has, just a Kabbalistic idea that we learned last week, I mean, two weeks ago when we learned the class, that Malchus, Malchus only gets, the Itrin has two crowns. Malchus only gets one. Uh, and that's what it means. Women have a light Das. Nashim, Daiton, Kalas, is because the Indian of Malchus only receives the Das of Gevura, not the Das of Chesed. Um, however, the Ze'eranpin, which is, uh, has in its das a crown, has Atara, Atara the Chesed and Atara the Gevura, which is from, from Chachma and Binus, the two elements of das, Chesed and Gevura. So maybe that's what he means. It incorporates both Chesed and Gevura. And what, what is chesed and gevura? Kindness and severity. It's two, it's two, it's tzimtzum contraction, because gevura is contraction, and, and, and chesed is expansion. And the das, however, has them both together. And afterwards they expand. They go down into the Netzach. Again, the, the Kabbalah over here of Netzach and all this, it, it, for the general gist of the Mimer, not so Negea, to understand all these Pinklach, all these in Yana. But the idea is that from Das, which Das includes them both, 
it expands into Chachma, into Chesed Gevura, eventually down to Netzach and Tahoid. And that's where Malchus plugs in. Malchus, we learned last week, receives from the Netzachod Yesod from, from her husband. As we learned Malchus last week, she stands to her feet. We learned it last week in, the, in that letter. We learned that she fell in front of his feet because her main Kabbalah, her Moichen, is from his feet. So she's receiving from Netzach and from Hod of the Ze'eranpin, of her husband. Okay? Fine. And that's where she's becoming her moichin. Now, she's, became, she's receiving the chesed energy. Now, malchus has to be structured on both in Yonim. See, let's understand just simply. By malchus, it's pivotal to be a combination of chesed and gavura. Why is it pivotal? Because malchus is going to create a creation, a finite creation from an infinite God. So the fact that it's going to create a finite creation requires immediately that the very, very powerful Gavuras. Because that's its whole idea. It has to restrain the energy and limit it. And create things. And also it has, Malchus also has to create two things. It has to create finite, a finite universe. But Malchus also has to create an illusion a, 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 or a state of existence. Let's call it an illusion. And a state of existence that things are living outside of Hashem. There's otherness. Which also means it has to hide the MS, it has to conceal, it has to block. You need a lot of gavuridi, you need a lot of withholding. Malchus is all built on withholding, on gavuras. But on the other hand, if there's only, only, only gavura, that's from only from gavura, there's no, there's, there's no creation. There's no, there's no, no metzias. So there has to be a yet too. In addition to that, the Tzemach Tzedek adds, he doesn't say it over here, but the Tzemach Tzedek in his, in his mimer over here, Biure Zayar, he adds that the kavana, that God's intention in creating the world is not that we should be nifrad, that we should be separated and live all of our lives in a total obliviousness to God. That's not the kavana. The kavana is not gavura for the sake of gavura. The kavara is that in the gavura, in that nifrad, in that pirud, we should have revelation. And as a result of that, we should have bittel. In other words, we... For example, they're able to put us in a world where he's not visible. Yet at the same time, he gives us mitzvahs in which we channel his light. And as a result of that, we from time to time experience miracles and revelations and divine communication, which means there are, there are there is some visibility of the divine over here. It's not like the Abish there is completely out, which means it's a combination of chesed and gavura. Like we say, stand by the creation, this is Mamish emphasized, the Altarebbe says, in, this is the Shari Yichud Vemunah, but also where he says in the beginning, First Hashem wanted, There is a combination of an expansion, an expansion energy, and a contracting energy. And that's in Malchus. And how is it, but where does Malchus get it? Malchus has to, receives it. Where does Malchus receive this? From Netzach and Hoid, which is ultimately plugging into, where, where do you have these positive and negative forces, these two opposite uh, things. Where, are the, where is this coming from? From the Das. And the Das is where this split takes place of, of Chesed and Gevurah. It's the Shoresh. So that's why based on the two witnesses, which means these two forces of Edim, we said before, is the same word as Das, Edus. So based on the two Edim of of, of, of of the two elements of Das, which, which Das produces, Chesed and Gevura, Yakum, that's going to fortify Dovar, 
what's davar? Davar is malchus. So malchus, the olam hadibur, is built on these two, on these two Even in speech itself, you see the two forces. We learned it in many maimarim. Even in speech itself, you have the you have the five organs of speech that are full of gevura. What do they do? The five organs of speech. What do they do? They're actually obstructing the flow of air as the air is coming forth. The, the, the tongue gets in the way, the tooth gets in the way, the lips, and they block the flow of energy. That's gevura. They're the five gevuras. And, but at the same time, you also have a flow of, of sound. What's the sound? The sound is the chesed. A pure hispashtus. A revelation. If a person is just quiet and not saying anything, and the sound is just totally muted, you don't have anything. So here you too, even in speech itself, you can see that speech is built on a chesed and gevura combination of both. Okay. Again. That's where the nukva dezah receives her moich. And from this, And in, with this, there is a kiyom. There is a sub, there is a a a a um, substan su, su, a a a um, ips, no what am I looking for a kio a um, fortification with the chesed and gavura of malchus of atzilus shenikre davar which is called davar kamayshakasa like it says bidvar Hashem shamayim nasu with the dvar Hashem heavens were made kido as it is known malchus is called davar. Now he's going to explain why Malchus needs this. Because because as a result of the Tzimtzum and the expansion, that's how Malchus is constructed. If you wouldn't have the Tzimtzum, then you can't create something from nothing. Because something from nothing means a, a, a stiff creation to be created from an infinite nothingness. The energy is, is unless you, 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 you um, congeal the energy, so to speak, with gavura, which congeals it to become a something, to become a yesh, to become mitzias from non-mitzias, something from non-existence. The non-existence is infinite, it's boundless. To define something needs tzimtzum. Bepchenas gavul, especially a real, a real metzias and a gavul digesteke yedua. Shabemidas ispashte shalachesed. If the chesed would just be nispashet, if God's desire to create would just expand infinitely, haya oilam ispashet, the worlds would expand ad die without an end. There wouldn't be, and which which means there would be no 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 definition to anything. Everything would be endless. die. How did Hashem create the world by saying die? Enough. So that's the the tzimtzum. The nimtza comes out hatzimtzum vahahispashtos. The contraction and the expansion shneim sholtemba both dominate in malchus in the world of speech. That's malchus itself. And in that itself, we can already explain Eidos. Because that's the definition of any reality. Any reality needs to have what? Malchus, which is the source of all Olamos. Any, any defined reality needs to have an espashtus and a tzimtzum. So if Malchus is that way, we can understand that when we're trying to establish 
what, 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 when, when people are coming to court, what does it mean? It means, see, there are certain things that we know what they are. We know. We know this is Yankel, this is Chaim, this is this one, this is that one. This is who you are, what you are, this is what it is. This home belongs to so-and-so. But here's a situation we don't know. So when we don't know, it's almost like pre-creation. It's almost like it's not established. I don't know what it is, so now I need to define it. I need to create something. It's almost like a basin creates. It's not creating, it's clarifying. But that clarification is in a form, in a sense, a form of a creation. It's creating, it's defining what's going on. How do you do that? Well, you do that through, Basin will give a verdict, through Dibur. Berch Melech will decide. And that needs to consider two witnesses. The two witnesses, one represents Chesed, the other one represents Gibur. That's number one. Number two, the Umehem Gamken, let's go back to Malchus above. Ikur Yesoida Hanaga. In addition to Malchus itself, which is, the, which is the, 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 the nucleus of creation, it can only exist on these two polar forces of Chesed and Gevurah, which are the two witnesses. But in addition to that, the foundation of the conduct, how does Malchus expand into the world to reward and to give punishment? Reward and punishment. That's how the Abishta runs the world. We do good. We're blessed for that. Chas we do the opposite. We get the opposite. So that, that, that thing is also based on judgment. The, the king has to judge. And how does the, the Abishta judge? The Abishta judges by considering a, 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 a reason to be lenient and forgiving or a, leni- or a reason to be harsh. It's back and forth. The king establishes the earth on, on Mishpat. And Mishpat is koilal. It includes chesed and gavura. has to be established. This devar malchus Two things. First of all, she doesn't stand on her own. And also her conduct in the worlds of how to conduct things, it's biyah. It's it says up there. There's maiminim and there's smoilinim. I think I forget exactly the word. There are those who are always speaking well for the creation and 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 recommending blessings to the world. And then there are the they are the accusing angels. Who are or whatever accusing forces that are bringing up uh, whatever, and these are the two things, and Hashem is constantly deliberating and hearing them both. Came b'shnei edim with the two edim, which is chesed and gavura, which the chesed and gavura comes from das, which das is called edus. Shenem shachem and adas, which is comes from das. Shen chesed and gavura, which is chesed and gavura. B'chenasat simtum contraction in b'chenasis pashtus with expansion. Keniskalel, as we said before. And by the way, here he doesn't say it so clearly, but in Mamare Admar Azak and Tovkov Samachvav, this mimer is extremely short. It only mamish, it only has part of it, one, one page. And over there, he says, he, he, one Nakuda that he doesn't say over here, when, you're, when a Beisden down here is Paskening a Shaila, they're kind of aligning themselves with the Beisden Shalmaila, which the Beisden above is, sits under Sphira Samalchas. Because Malchas is the power of the Beisden Shalmaila. Because a king has a, has a court in front of him. The king's court. Above. 
So therefore, and since the king's court above, the way Beis Nishamayla above works, is by hearing both Chesed and Gevura, which are two Eidus, so to speak, so down here below, there also has to be two Eidus. It's interesting because you might argue and say the two Eidus don't necessarily have to be coming to say uh, one Chesed and Gevura. Adarabah, most of the time, the two Eidus are coming to say the exact same thing. If they're not saying the same thing, they're puzzled. Apipashtis, the witnesses are coming. You, you need witnesses that are similar, not witnesses that are coming from... But maybe the point is that once you have two people coming, you're already... Since Ain Deyase and Shavas, since two people are not the same, you can expect that 50% of the world are optimistic and 50% of the world are pessimists. 50% of the world belongs to the right or belongs to the left. And if the two come to say the same thing, means means that, you're, that even the left side is agreeing to the right, or even the right side is agreeing to the left. That could be, once you have a two, you're no more in the world of, you're not going to say that both these people are extreme lefties or extreme righties. I'll be this. Two allows it, just like we say, I'll give you an example of that. Just like we say when there's ten yidin, you have a minion. Why do you have a minion? Because you have all ten spheres. What, and what happens if you have two guys who walked in, they're both chachmaniks, and you don't have any bina guys over there, so what? That doesn't work that way. Once you have ten people together, you have already a shleimus of all ten spheres. Each one represents another nakuda. So the chur is by the two way. Yes. It doesn't work. That's right. You need to have maminim esmoilim. Yeah. And it seems like in it seems like and in witnesses and and in testimony of two witnesses, this inyan is expressed. There's a chesed energy and a gevura energy coming into Beisdin, and based on that, something is established. You can't establish anything based on one aid. If you're only going to have tzimtzum, which means only gevura, if you're only going to have chesed, and now the worlds can't exist only on chesed. The worlds can't exist only on gevura. There has to be a, a balance of both. The dialamevd. Okay, now the Zayar continues. And that's why the Zayar is quoting from a famous statement of Chazal, where they said, Who testifies about a person? The, the, uh, the walls of his house. The walls of a person's house testify after 120, they testify in front of, up there. So, this, but, but, but the, the Alter Rebbe is now explaining what, what does this mean. And the Zohar says that when it says Kirois Pesai, it doesn't mean the walls of its house, it means the walls of the heart. Kirois Liboy. It brings from the, that Kirois Pesai means Kirois Liboy. Oh, what's Kirois Liboy? What is the deepest part of the heart? That's the Das. Because the heart is where the emotions are. What's the root of the emotions? Das is called Maftecha de Kalil Shis. Das is called the key that includes all six. It opens the emotions, it closes the emotions. Because we know that based on a person's das, das means the ability to feel something, to recognize and to feel something is very real. Based on that, you're going to have an emotional reaction to it. Either an attraction or a contraction, whatever it is. So the das is called kirois liboy, the innermost of the heart. There is the heart, and there's kirois liboy. Now, kir also means wall, and kir also means deep. So the walls of the heart, that's the chesed and the gevura of the heart. The, 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 the kir, the deep, the depth of that, 
is the is the is the das because the das is the foundation for those two walls. Let's see. In this lashon, Ketem Afarish Acha Kachla explains afterwards. Kirisli by the walls of a heart, Shubchenas Hadas, which is the Das. Shemeschalik Lechesed the Gevura that is divided into Chesed and Gevura. Believe in the heart, Bekira is in the depth of a heart. Da'ayne Pnimiusa, which is the means the Kira is means the Pnimius of the heart, the inner part of the emotion, the inner point. Who testifies? What does that mean? In an kiros libai, it means the kiros of a heart. So he explains like this: the, the, the Zohar says two things. The Zohar says first, it brings the Gemara that says kiros beisai. What does kiros beisai mean? The walls of his house. And then it says, nah, not the what are the walls of the house? The walls of the the kiros libai. So both of them have to be true. Which one is it? If you want to say Kiroi's Libai, so why did Chazal say Kiroi's Beisai? The wall, if they wanted to tell you who testifies to that, your own heart, they should have gone right away and said that. Why did they have to say the walls of your house? Which means, the answer is because these two are related. Pidish, Kiroi's Beisai, the walls of the house, who chesed the Gevura Sheba Malchus. So he's explaining it as it is up there. Is the chesed and Gevura of Malchus, they're the walls. Why? Because Malchus is called Beisai. We always know, the Gemara says in Mesechtis Yuma, Malchus is called a house. The Gemara says in Mesechtis Yuma that a woman, the wife, is called a house. Like we say that when the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur needs to bring atonement for himself and for his house, from here Chazal learned out that the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, must be married on Yom Kippur. If he doesn't have a wife, he is disqualified from doing the the uh, the avoid in the base of English. He must have a wife. And what do you learn it out? Because it says Beso and Beso Zu Ishtoi. That's his house. So when it says over here Kirois Beisoi, if Beisoi means his wife, oh now a wife we always know the woman is Malchus. Woman is Malchus. So Kirois Beisoi, the walls of his house means the two sides of of this woman. What are the two sides of this woman? The Chesed of her. And the Gevura of her. These are the two walls of her. Shanik Rebesoi, Vishar Sham. And what's their root? Where do the Chesed and the Gevura, where do these, these, these two walls come from of, of Malchus? They come from Kirois Liboy, the inner part of the heart. That's where the Das is. The Das is what creates the Chesed and the Gevura. Vishar Sham Nimshach. And their source is derived. Mepchenas Hadas Dezah. From the das of the Zeranpin, Shemeschalik Beleva Elyon, which divides in the supernal heart, Lechesed Ligavur, it creates these two emotions. It creates the Chesed in, in the Zeranpin. It creates the Chesed, it creates the Gavura, which eventually these two flow down through the Netzach and the Hod, they flow down into Malchus, and this creates in Malchus itself the, the Chesed of Malchus and the Gavura of Malchus. The Nikra Kiris Libai, they're called Kiris Libai. That's why they also found the remes, and this is what Chazal say. It says that Chizkiyo turned around that he dove into the wall. Doesn't mean that he dove into the wall, that it's just that he was facing the wall. By the way, we learned out from me that you're supposed to dive in by a wall, if you can. The best place to dive in would be Chizkiyo. Um, the Hainu, or for me, we, the Chazal learned that out. But in any case, it also means davening from a deep part of the heart. The Hainu mekiras libay ki akir hu malchus. 
the wall itself. See, earlier he said the house is Malchus, and the walls are the Chesed and Gavur of Malchus. But here he learns that the Kir itself, the wall itself, is Malchus. Let us make an attic on the wall or whatever. The Kir is Alev Bidas. So what the, 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 the innermost of the Avoida, of Avavayira, it's, it's all rooted in the Das. This is the testimony to establish everything. From the reason we said earlier. You can't have an existence of anything. Only when you have the integration. From these two witnesses. Chesed the Gevura, which are Chesed and Gevura, the Alkain, and therefore less Sahadusa, you can't have any testimony, Pachis Mitrain, less than two, Gambe Edus Maman, even in monetary uh, uh, things, Metam Zebedai Lamev. Okay. Now it's going to get really, really interesting. Now he says like this. Oh, by the way, I told. Uh, anybody have any questions? What? An iPhone? I don't, but uh, by the request of uh, of Shoshana, we're, we're giving a, 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 if anybody had any questions on what we learned, I think we're kind of clear. Yeah, you had a question? What? Good question, but it's not. It's uh, because we'll see a little bit of that later. Because Dafka the Choshech of Malchus connects to the to a much higher Choshech, which is beyond revelations. You can say, which is which is the ultimate Gvura of Keser, which is the inner inner, as it is so private beyond any possibility to reveal itself. In other words, the power of Malchus is Tzimtzumim and contractions, and that she's blocking so much is really rooted in the shorish, shorish, shorish of Malchus being so rooted in the inner, inner, rooted in the inner, inner privacy of the Ebishter, as he is beyond any possible revelation. And Zeir Ampin is more ready in the display of the divine. Could be. But he does make mention of that later. We're going to see about that. Yes? Yeah, that's why you have to say in every, in every sphera, there is the, the all ten sphera is included. But 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 it's more pronounced in Malchus. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now we go further. Anche Beisoi, now the Zoyar says, Anche Beisoi, Inin Ramach. See, till now we just explained, Ba'oifin Kloli, the idea of why witnesses require two witnesses. Now it's going to start identifying these two witnesses in a, we said it's Das, but what, the, what he's going to do now is the Zohar is going to go and is going to start exploring these two, two witnesses higher than Das. And he's going to find these two witnesses in Chachma and Bina as the source of them. And then it's going to take these witnesses down, 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 down through so many different levels. And as I said earlier, both in the great world of Atzilus, up there in the, in the realms of the divine, and then translating it also down into our... Into each and every one of us, into our, into, into as, 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 as in our lives. Let's see. Anche beisoi in a ramach evarim delay. Again, it said earlier, who testifies about a person? 
It says kiras liboy, the inner part of his heart, which is which is also kairos beisoy. But then it also says something else. It says anche beisoy me'idin alav. The people, the members of a person's household, testify about it. So the Zohar says those are who are these members of a person's household that testify about him. Doesn't mean your brother or your sister. Doesn't mean your brother or your sister. In the Namache Varim the Malka. These are the 248. I'm sorry. These are the 248. A Varim delay of a person's limbs. The Hacha This is how they have established it. The people of the Mishnah. We said earlier. Rasha Avoinoisov Chakukin Alatz Moisov. A wicked person. His Averois, his sins are engraved on his bones. Ad, and then the Zohar says, and at Sadik, his sins are also engraved on his, his, his mitzvahs, his merits are engraved on his bones. And that's why we say, who testifies on his person, the, uh, the, uh, the, the beams in his house. So what does that mean? Pidish. First, the Zohar was talking in a very general terms. Pidish Tama Pasuk, explaining the reason of the Pasuk, Lama Pishneim Edem Yakum Dover. Why, based on two Edus, you establish something? As we said earlier, but now he's coming to explain more specifically. Who are these two witnesses? And even though he's already explained, Hadas, that's Das, Das is the two witnesses combined in one. That's why it's called Das. Das, Deus, which has, right, but now he explains, their true Shoresh, we turn over the page to page, their real, real Shoresh, these are father and mother, which is Chachma and Bina, these are the real two originators of the two witnesses. They two are called two witnesses, they are earlier than Das. See, they're not called Eidos. The reason why they're not called Eidos, as I saw from the Tzemach Tzedek, they're not called Eidos because each one of them is one Eid. So they're not called Eidos. Das is where the Chachman Bina funnel into, and that's why they combine and they become one Eidos, to a set called Eidos. But really, in truth, what are the two witnesses? the two energies of Chesed and Gevura, but we know that the energies of Chesed and Gevura are really rooted in something higher in Chachma and Bina. Because Chachma is really the source of Chesed, and Bina is the source of Gevura. So, they are they two later become included in Das together. They get divided into Chesed and Gevura as it is known. The nimtza comes out shayrish achesed the gevura hema. The root of chesed and gevura are moyach achachma or moyach abina. The moyach of chachma and the moyach of bina. Koidim shenechlolim yachad b'moyach adas. Before they become unified together in the moyach of das. Va'al came by lefarish, and therefore he comes to explain befrat. In particularly the eid echad mehem one witnesses who believe is the heart. The eid asheni u'b'moyach the second witness. Oy gewald, the person is saying, where, where, how am I going <laughs> to, who's going to testify? How? When a person realizes, like, who, who's going to know what I did? Who's going to know the, uh, you have two witnesses. The brain and the heart, they're pretty much involved in everything you're doing, right? So the brain and the heart, these are the, why? Because Chachma Moicha, Chachma is the Moach, and Bina Liba, Bina is the heart. 
So the moach and the heart together are the two witnesses. So Shem moach hachachma moach habina. Okay, va'alkein balafarish. Yeah, va'eid hasheni u b'moach and that's what we mean as we're going to see soon it's the avarim, the limbs of the person the limbs of the person begin with what? who are the first limbs? two primary organs of a person is the moach and the lev and then we're going to see that in every limb itself limbs are made out of bones and flesh bones are chachma expansion of chachma and flesh is the expansion of bina Basar comes from Bina, that's why it's red. And that's why the Gemara says that it's the mother who is the Bina that is the source of what's red in a person, which means the, the meat, the flesh of a person. The Basar comes from the mother. And the bones come from the father. And that's coming, the Gemara says, that's from the whiteness of the father. From the loivein, from the loivein of the father, comes the, comes the, which is the essence, comes the, the bones. Because at some, and that's why it's interesting, if you look at bones, we're going to see soon, when you when, in Chazal say first of first of all bones are called atzamos which is etzem essence which is what the father is creating because chachma is the essence chachma is the very chachma is the entire in terms of a person when a person is created the chachma is you and the essence of you the the bina is already the beginning of the development of the features that you have how do you express that likuda of what's of the essence of a person. But the pintaleyid, the essence of a person, that's the chachma. That comes from the father, Loivin. And that's essence. Also, in bones, and expresses itself later in the bones. And in bones, you have marrow, bone marrow. In Hebrew, bone marrow is called the moach. Which is, which is really the, the moach, comes from the chachma, from the brain. Um, and that's why, I guess, to, to, to create a complete, a total healing in a person... A lot of times they need to get to the bone marrow and change things from the bone marrow because the bone marrow is the closest, I guess, tangible something you can get to to the pre-defined human being where you can still where you can still change things. Again, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know what I'm talking about because I don't know the medical side of, of this, but I'm thinking that it's possible that the healing that is done with bone marrow is related to the idea that you want to get back to the drop of the father before the mother defined it. And over there you can make changes. If things built the wrong way, you can re, readjust it because you're getting back to the moach. You're getting back to the yud. The root of the dwelling of chachma is in moach. And the root of bina believe is in the heart. Now, even though bina is also a moach, Bina is also in the head, but we know that Bina, that in Chachma you're not shaykh to the Midos at all. A Chachma experience, a, a experience of Chachma is still too high for, for it to become emotions, because it's just a flash. It's still very, 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 very distant from you. In Bina is when you're starting to dissect it, and trying, just like a mother is the one who creates the babies. She must receive the point from the father, but after she decreates the babies, from a father itself, you don't have a child. You need to have the mother over there. So mean, and, and where do the babies take place? Where do the children take place? They take place in the heart. Because that's where the, the Ava Vayira, love and fear are called children. And they're in the heart. But Kamaimer, as it says, Bina Liba Bina is the heart. The Hefresh Hashayesh and the difference that there is between them, and the Yenduat is known. Oh, so now, oh, so since you have Chachma is the Moach, and Bina is the heart, 
And these are the two witnesses, Alpishnei Edim, Yaakum Dover, the two witnesses that testify in a person, are his moyach and his heart. We know that the root of Chachma is related, everything in the world is related to the elements. And the, the, uh, the Moach is connected to Mayim, to water. In general, the difference between the, the, the right side of the brain and the left side of the brain is the right side of the brain is cool and wet. And that's where the Chachma takes place. That's where the, uh, the um, conception of ideas take place. And that's where all creativity is. And the left side of the brain is where the analytical side of the brain, that side of the brain is dry and warmer, sort of hot. But that's in general. Chachma, Bina. But we know that if that's even the left side of the brain that is kind of warm and dry, that's only compared to the right side of the brain. But compared to the heart, the heart is hot and the brain is cool. Because in general, the brain belongs to Chachma, where the dominating fact of Chachma is Mayim, water, and water is cool and wet, right? And the heart is fire. And that's, uh, that's, that's the Bina. It comes from the water that's in the brain. The main element of water and moisture. Which is wet. It's cold and, and I'm sorry, and wet. is in the brain. The root of Bina is in the heart. In the fire. The heart is flaming fire. It gets excited. If you do it is known, We also know that's the difference between Kohanim and Leviim. Kohanim are cool and collected, and Leviim are excited. They're the ones who, the Leviim were the noisy bunch. The Kohanim were very, very quiet. The Kohanim come from Chachma. Kohanim, their service was a very silent service, very meditative. You didn't see bursts of emotion. By the Levian, they were like fire. Uh, but the Kahanam, you saw a total bittel nullification. Bittel de ma shebe It's the bittel of ma. Chachma, the word chachma stands for koyach ma, the power of bittel, which is, which is cool. When you're having bittel, it's the opposite of excitement. It's silent, you're, you're, you're nullified. Shu bechashoi, bittel is quiet. which is silent and it's cold. Shavish Alavim and the root of the Levim, Mepchenas Bina, which is Bina, Shabalev, Shasham Yesoida Eish, that's where the fire is, Dafta. Alken Avoidasam, that's why their Avoid is Berishpe Eish Hachuka, with burning, flaming fire of longing. Bahar Goshase Eslavos, which comes with a certain, you feel, you feel yourself, and that's why you can be excited. When you're, when you're bottle, when you're stunned, when you're suddenly experiencing something so, so, so powerful and so strong that overtakes you completely that you're totally bottled to it there's no excitement at that moment the excitement can only come when you have self-awareness and you can be excited about it and that's in the Bina what's your question? Is there a time during the stress time yeah it does it does say Kohanim are, are, are um, yeah and I saw that question in Hasidus a little while ago and I doubt that my brain is going to be able to pull that back where I saw it. 
I highly doubt, but I did see it recently, could be in Reb Levick. It, but it could be in one of Reb Levick's things. Could be that. No, no, that question, that question, that how come Kehanim, which are this? Where is this Kepeda? Oh, and, and I'm beginning to remember. There's something about Kepeda, and what Kepeda is. Kepeda is even if I'm Kepeda, Pokad. I'm gonna remember. And over there, it 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 has this this Indian. It, it talks about this Indian. Okay. In a Yedua, it is known. I think I know where. I think I know where. Okay. It'll remind me later. Okay. It is known, but it is known in the word in Chazal that some noise that bones sharshan nimshach v'nesavim in moyach hachachma shabaroish. Bones are derived from the from the chachma in the head. In other words, and in addition, because what he's because the problem is the Zohar says that who who testifies before a person. Who's the witnesses? The Zoya says you're, you're the limbs. Now, the Zoya begins that Anche Beisai. Who are the Anche Beisai? Ramach Evarim. And then the Zoya goes on to say that all the mitzvahs that a person does is, in, is carved out on his bones. All Chasvashalom, the Averis that a person does are also carved out on the bones. So that these are this weird testimony. How does this. But hold it, didn't we just say that it's the, that the two witnesses are the Moyach and the, the Chachma and the Bina, which are the Moach and the Leith? Well, he translates that the Moach is later, the Indian of Moach translates in the body as, as, as the bones. The Indian of Lev, the Indian of the heart, translates in the body as the meat and the light. So the heart, that the bones, they come from the brain of Chach Moshe Kiaav, because the father, where do we find that? The father, when he's in his participation to create the child, is, as the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya, that the tipa that you use, to, that, is, that is brought down to, to create the child, is drawn from the moach, from the moach ha-chachma. That's where, the, where, the, where it's coming from. And yet, what do Chazal say? Kiaav mazria loivin, gives you the whiteness, shememenu atzamais, which from there come bones. The aim and the mother Mizrasa Oidem, the mother gives what's red, Shemenu Basar Vigidim, which is the, 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 the meat, the flesh, and the gidim. The Gamba Sifrehorafua, we also find in medical science, Nimtzakain, we also find that. Shashoirish Mohusa Atzmos, Hu Atzamois, the root of of the uh, of the atzamais, of the bones, Shahim Lachim Bilachluchis Moyak Shabitaikam. That the root of the bones are, are moist, moyach, and they have bone marrow, and there's a certain moisture and wetness to them. For whom it may, and the reason is that they shashayrish achizasam v'yinikasam, the root of the bone marrow, and all of this of the element of water that's in the brain. That's why Itaka says in the Maimer further, the garment that the bones binuyin al moicha. They are built on the moach, on the brain, the ihu maya, which is water. In other words, every see every Indian, you have it, you have it in its coarse state, in its materialized state, 
and then you have it in a edel state, in a more refined state, and then you have it even in a more refined state. So really, it's really boiling down like this. You have bones. Bones come from the brain, and on, on a more higher, on a more edel, or more refined, elegant state, and the brain, what is it really? It's water. It's the element of water. That's its, it, that's, that's its content. It's the Indian of Mayim. So that he makes the roof. Hashem makes the roof um, of the world water. What does that mean in the human being? What's the roof of the human being? The moach, the brain. And what is, what is the brain? Water. So the roof is water. The whiteness of the father. Nimshach is drawn. Literally, the father is creating the child. So the, it's coming from the water element that which is in the brain of Chachma of the father. And this is what builds up the bones. And that's initially to create the bones. Now the Rebbe is continuing and he says, And even when the bones are already in a person, after they're already created, they still derive from the brain. Their shorish from where they derive from from the element of water that's in the brain. Where do you see that? The marrow that's in the bones, receives a, 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 a nourishment from the, from the brain in the head, like it is known in medical science. And that's why they're actually called atzamos, meloshen atzmius. Because when you think, what is the essence of the person? His brain. That's like the most inner, essential part of the person. And the bones are called atzamos because of atzmius. It reminds me that the Vizhnitsa guys once came into the mikvah and they said that the Chabad Lubavitch is a red dot and thinking atzumis, atzumis, thinking the binary. It's funny, they, did. they heard a Sheikh see this and they weren't used to listening to the idea of atzmos. And they're talking about atzmos and mohos. We're just talking about the essence of God. And the guy who's saying, it was very funny. But in any case, the, the, uh, uh, but, but, but it, now I see it's not, not so funny, because they're right. Because the bones are called atzamos, because it's etzem, which is the etzem. The etzem of a person is also, you see, that's its etzem, the skeleton. That's, the etzem doesn't change, that's why even when a person dies, the bones kind of, don't disintegrate, at least decompose as much as the rest of the body, or much longer to the... Right? It's the main substance. And the flesh, and the arteries, and the skin, that's only called a garment. That's not the essence. It's a garment. They enclose the essential person. Like it says, oir ubasar is my favorite shapasa. It says, oir skin, ubasar and flesh, tal bisheni, you will enclose me. Kiatzamos, because the bones, sarsham and moyachachachma, they come from the moyachachachma. Shahu nikrib chinesa atzmi is ba'adam. In other words, why are the bones the etzem? Not just because they're the essence of the physical anatomy, the physical structure of the person, because they're derived from the, from the moyachachachma, which is what the father gave, which is the, that's your essence. The mother comes and decorates it already, she embellishes it. But the father gives you your essence. That's the that's the, that's the and, and that's 
the the is what this is a very important line. The Moya is the you as you are in a complete abstract form before any particular features emerge. But that's your essence. That's the concentrate. That's like the root. That's the essence of it. And eventually from that, you st- all the particular koiches, this is like the entire human being in a predefined state. From there emanate all the particular powers will later emerge individually from them. That's why also when the father is creating a child and he has to create an entire child. So where is he going to take that creation from? He has to create a human being that's going to be a full-fledged human being with everything. Where is he going to take it from? He can't derive it from a, a, an element in himself that is already defined. Because if it's already defined, then what is it? That's only his hand. That's only his toes. That's only his feet. That's only his nose. That's only his hair. This is only one part of him. You want to have something that's everything. So what do you have to go to? You have to go to the koyach ahiyuli. You have to go to the koyach ahiyuli means the undefined, predefined element of you, which is your brain, and go into the innermost of, and which is moyach ha-chachma. Chachma is called koyachma. Why is it called koyachma? Because it doesn't have any definitions yet. It's not yellow, pink, or green. It doesn't have any colors yet. It's white. What's white? White means colorless in a sense. It's still before any particular koach. And from there the father is drawing a, a essence. A father, when a, when, a, when a person is giving, creating a child and procreation, you're drawing essence. From that essence, an entire human being will grow. That comes from the chachma. And then later that translates in the bones. And the flesh, the gid and the arteries, and the, and the skin, they are only external expansion, to dress the bones. We also know in regards to tumma, it's that way. We know that the tumma, the, the defilement, the impurity of a dead, of, of, a, of a corpse, but is much stronger in regards to the bones than any other part. Ikr yisoid binyana adam henatzamois are the bones. In the Allahis of Tumma Vitahari, always have discussion about the bones. Shanikra roiv binyan kamashakasab perik elitrefis. As it says in Perik Elitrefis, over there he explains these Allahis. The al came therefore, Nikra Atzamois Moloshin Atzmius, since the bones come from the Moyachachachma, they're called Atzmius. They come from the father. The Abbasar Vagidim are already they're already decorate, decorative elements. They're from the red. This idea is going to be explained in a fascinating description later in the Mimer, where he explains how Bina is only taking the undescribable point of Chachma and, 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 and allowing it to express itself in a specific way. This way or that way. It's very, very, very Gishmaka Oisius later in the Mimer. Okay. But that's already that's already expression. That's already gilui. It's already a revelation. It's not essence. Essence is the pure drop, which is the bones of the person. We'll understand the nimshal of all of this above. The in the world of atzilus, yesh gam came adam 
In the world of emanation, the world of Atsilus, there is also a man of Atsilus, Ba'atzamois, Ubasar, Vegidim. Just like we have that way, well, we're derived from the way it is up there. There's also bones, flesh, and arteries. And the root of the bones, Nimshach, is drawn. Where does the bones of Atsilus, the entire skeleton of the world of Atsilus, of all the attributes, of all the spheres, the entire skeleton, all these bones, where does it come from? Where does all of Atsilus come from? One seminal drop of Chachma of Atsilus. That's the first, right, the power. That's where the Oirein Soif expresses himself in a, in a Nekuda, in a point. From the drop of Oir Abba, it's called the father that gives birth. That's the real substance and the real source of all of Atsilus, as it is known. As it is known, it is known that the supernal father is called the root of the entire Atsilus. Because Chachma is the essence, who can now, the Atsama is the Adam Atsilus, and the bones of the man of Atsilus. From him they receive a, a nurturing and life. And the root of the flesh and the arteries of this person, who comes from the mother of the redness, the Eimeilog comes from Bina. Bina creates already all the, all the, um, all the, uh, de- all the uh, expression or all the, uh, the uh, decorative elements of it. Shenikra Moya which is called Moya Chabina, Basar, which comes the flesh, Shuhu Adoim, which is red. You see, a flesh is red. And, and it comes from it comes from bina because bina bina is gevura see chachma is chesed why the reason why chachma doesn't have any definitions yet is because there's no tzimtzum in there it's not there's no contractions yet to define this as a nose and this as a, as a, as a, as an eye and this as an ear it's just the pure chesed it's the pure Indian as is. It's the espashtos, it's the expansion of it as it is. The bina starts what? Doing contractions. And in that contractions, it is enabling specifics to come out. All right? So that, but that needs gavura. So uh, the redness, bones are white. Interesting. Bones are white and the flesh is red. They come from the chesed element of father, the bones. How about the skin? So we got like this. You got your, you got your, 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 your you got your chachma and your bina. Now you have your bones. Your bones are the chachma, and your flesh is the bina. How about the skin? The oir habasar and the skin of the of the flesh. They are already rachel and leia, which means they are they're already um, two levels in malchus. They're already the the the. Um, the the oisi ois. it's more already because let's think about what a skin what a skin skin is a lavush is a garment for your flesh so the flesh is a garment for the bones and the same is a garment to a garment so what does it mean in a human experience you have the, the chachma is the essence the bean is already the details but then it all has to come down into what it has to come down into the stream of consciousness of what of thought, 
and then eventually speech. So thought is the, is the inner skin, and speech is the outer skin. And he explains there's two levels of skin. Alma discasia, the concealed world, it's already a world. It's already more of a revealed. Oisius amachshava, the letters of thought, Oisius adibur, and the letters of speech. Shaleyam oimar, about them it says, or ba'ad oir, flesh, skin for skin, which implies that there's two levels of skin. Shnei oirais, two levels of skin. Dahainu beizmina oisius, two types of letters. Oisius amachshava, letters of thought. Oira pnimi is the inner skin. Oisius adibur, and letters of speech. Oira chitzain is the outer outer skin v'day lamev. Okay. And because the atzamos are the essence in its roots, here this this is a gavaldige inyan. Alkain Omri, That's why it says besifrei harafua. It says in books of medicine, shekoyach hamargish ba'adam, the ability to feel. What's going on in all of your body is in your bones. It's an interesting idea. Who batsama is dafke is dafke in the bones. This that a person can feel also the pain that's happening on a nail. Tsipoiren, I regal the name, the nail on the leg, guf in the entire body. There are very thin arteries, ma'oid, very thin. Ba'atzamois that are in the bones. This is a very interesting idea. I looked this up today on Google. I was trying to figure this out. Um, he says that there are certain kind of nerve, whatever, that are running through the bones. So, this, I looked at bone pain. Let's see. Let's first read it over here, and then I'm going to show you what I found. Shehem mekusharim umechobarim. They are actually attached and connected they're connected to the brain that's in the head. And through this, a person feels in his brain a very general sensation. This argosha is felt in his entire body. This sensation, this feeling that he feels the entire body, it's through the bones. Why? These very thin gidim, whatever you're going to call them, arteries or whatever, that are expanding from the brain, usually means nerves. There are three types of arteries. Veins, blood arteries. Then there is oxygen Gidim, what exactly are they? I don't know. Anybody over here? That has gone to medical school or learned some serious biology? Gidei ruach. There's like, what are the gidim of ruach that bring oxygen to the limbs? Flows in the blood, but he, I would think so. But he says there's different gidim that bring what? Gidim are again. Gidim are. Arteries or any of these uh, uh, thin. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what gide ruach mean. 
And then gide are gasha, which are nerves. And they're called gidim. These gidim of, of feeling, they're found dafka in the bones. Metam, the root of bones, as we said before. Now all of this is stated in our result. So I don't know if medical science has caught up with this already. Because it's uh, here. Oh, I have over here. So I was I was looking at this thing called here bone pain, also known medically as several. It's pain coming from a bone. It occurs as a result of a wide range of diseases and a physical condition. Okay, it really appear. Huh? Bone pain belongs to the class d- class of deep somatic pain, often experienced as a dull pain that cannot be localized accurately by the patient. Maybe that's why, because it's so deep, it can't be localized. This is in contrast with the pain which is. Mediated by mediated by superficial receptors, the skin. Bone pain can have several causes, ranging from extensive physical stress or serious disease. For many years, it has been known. Oh, here's the thing. For many years, it has been known that bones are innervated with sensory neurons. That's probably what he's talking about. These sensory neurons that are running through the bones, yet their exact anatomy remained obscure due to the contrasting physical properties of bone and neural tissue. More recently, it is becoming clear that types of nerves innervate, innervated which with... Oh, no, what types of nerves innervated which sections of bones? You see, and that's only recently. And here in Eitz Chaim, for the Arizal, 500 years ago, he's talking already about the embedded in the bones are these neurons... Of 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 sensation. What? No, and and no, and but why are they in the in the bones? Because because bones come from the brain, so they in in the bone. This idea of feeling is more even than in 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 in, in the other. What? They're sending the neurons somehow in the bones and they're embedded in the bones. Again, I... Whatever, yeah. Yeah. That's why it's not true that bone pain is the worst pain. He says, And that's why it's probably so hard to localize it, he says, because just feeling a pain because it's, it's related to Chachma that's not local. It's more of a... Is that what I'm saying? The bones of the supernal man. Like it says, they're, it's, they're poking me like a machat, like a, like a, like a pin in, 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 in live flesh. Okay. And now we'll understand the mimer of the Zohar like this. Anche Beisoy, when it says the people of the house in in Ramach Evarim, the ladies of the 248 limbs, Piddish, what does it mean? Kishneya Edim, the two witnesses. One of the witnesses is the Moach of Chachma. 
that from him gets built the bones. Shem Atzmi is Adam, which are the very essence of the person. And they're also called the beams of your house. Just like the beams. When we say Koyrois Beisoi, the beams of the the beams of the house, it includes two things. First of all, the roof is called Koyrois. And also the, the walls are called Kirois. So the reason why it's like as follows. The roof, that's the brain. And the walls, those are the bones, the main structure of the person. Ha'echod agag, the roof, shenikra koira, that's called a koira beam. Vabeiz, loshen kir, vekoisel, it's a wall. Shen doifne abayas, these are the, the, the walls of the house. Ushneyem inyan echodu, they're both one inyan. Kizau p'chines ha'atzamais, these are the bones. Shehem kumoy kir, they're like a wall, vekoisel defanais. And a koisel of walls, gam b'chol binyan stade aguf. In the entire body, we're on page 508. And they come from the moach of the brain, of the head. That's like a beam at the top of the house. That's why it's called Koyre's Beisoy. And in the end, Taki explains all of Koyre's Beisoy. It's not just a, 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 a roof. It's also walls. It also includes the walls because, again, the bones are the walls that come from the koira, from the beam, that's, that's the roof that's on the top. Like the Zohar himself says, the garment, the Zohar says that bones, garment means bones in Aramaic, they are built on the brain. The ihumaya, which is water, which is the moach of chachma, the father. And this is the first, this is the first witness. Let me speak about two witnesses. This is witness number one. And the second witness, who the aim is coming from the mother. So the two witnesses are father and mother. Which is, that's in the heart. And that's called the the depth of the heart. Canal. Oh. Because Bina is the heart. Which is where the red comes from. To expand the flesh and the arteries. And the skin. The more external outer part of the person. It's not the essence. And that's what it says. And that's why he says. Who comes to testify Kirois Beisoi, the, 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 the walls of his house, Veloy Oide, not only that, Ela Anche Beisoi Idenolov, but also the, 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 the people of the house. My Kirois Beisoi, so Kirois Beisoi in and Kirois Liba. When it says Kirois Beisoi, the walls of the house, it means the innermost of the heart. That's the Bina witness. Shubchenes Moyach Abina Shabalev, that's the Moyach of Bina that's in the heart. Anche Beisoi. The, the people, the, the members of the house, in and remach ivarim, these are the 248 limbs, which primarily are the bones, the hachai because this is what it says, Russia, a, a wicked person, of his sins, are engraved on his bones, because they're the essence, the alkane enam hoivim v'nifsadim kekever kabasar, they don't become um, de- decomposed, like the flesh, because they're the essence. The atzmos heima, 
al derech They are the atzomos. I'm sorry, the atzomos heim al derech and the atzomos are similar to the chachma. The begina itmar. It, it says mi meiden ala adam koyres pesai. So the koyres pesai that's referring to the chachma element, the bones and the moyach. The kiros pesai is the is the, the kiros halev, the inner part of the heart. That's the bina. So you got the bina moachin. The chachma, which is the shorish of the bones, is called koyres beisai, and it's not called the kira, the, the, the innermost of the heart. Because the chachma is not in the heart. As we said earlier. And the dwelling place of where the bina is, beisai the eisha believe is in the, found, the element of fire that's in the heart. That's why it's called Kiris Liboi. And both of them testify on the person. Because a person is born. What is a person made out of? What are you made out of? A person is essentially composed from the, from the father's Moachachachma and from the mother's Moachabina. And that's what makes up every cell in your body. And this is testifying whether it's bones and flesh, whether it's brain and heart, but the testimony is there all over. Canal the and this is what he's coming to explain more specifically. Gam the das, also the root of edus of das, that includes chesed and gavura. Remember, we said that edus comes from the das. That really, where does it really come from on a more essential level? It's like the white, uh, the das. See, the das is already, what's the das? The das is already chesed and gavura, which is white and red. So that's the atzomois, the bones, the basara adam, and the red flesh. But what's their real source? You see, in the bones and in the, and in the flesh, is where you see what? The chesed and gavura element. The red and the white. But let's go deeper. Where is it really coming from? Chochme and bina, which is moach and lev. The moach of chochme and the moach of bina. Shenikra abba ve'ima that are called father and mother. Shem edem arishonim yoiser. They are earlier witnesses. Shemehem nivna kol ikaris chalkus chesed and gavura. They're the foundation of the entire Hischalkus of the vision of that's in the das which divides into both. And on them it says, on two witnesses it should be established. Now he's going to explain. The Zohar then asks a question. Wow, the Zohar is going to start asking a question. Why dafkis are written on the bones? Why is it written on the bones? More than written on the, um, why is it written on the bones and not on the, um, why Dafka written on, so why does it say it's written on the bones? If you have two witnesses, the bones and the flesh. So why is it Dafka written on the bones? You can write on it. That's, it seems like the Zohar gives a simple answer. The Zohar doesn't say that the bones are hard. The Zohar says because the bones are white. So when you're right, it's like a paper. It's a good uh, thing. But there's going to be something very deep over here that he's going to explain. So now the Zohar continues. Why on the bones more than on the flesh? You see people make tattoos and they write it on their flesh and on their skin. 
Why more on the bones? Begin the garment in in chivrin, because the bones are white. The Zohar continues. Uksiva uchma and a dark writing lo yishtemoida elamagoy chivrin. You can't really read it only out of whiteness. When you have black on white, is where you can see it. And it makes an, a, a comparison. Kegavna doiraisa. This is similar to Torah. Similar to the Torah. We know by the Torah, the Torah is written with black letters on a white parchment. Begin the Iyo Chivra. The Araisa is, is the, 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 and we know that in the root it says, it says that what is the Torah in its, in its original laws? It's a black fire on top of a white fire. The Inon Chivra Melagav, it's white in the inside. Uchem Elevar, and it's black on the outside. Uchem V'chivra, white and black. Choyshech V'oyr, dark and light. There is another kind of darkness that's blue. Also darkness doesn't darken from you. That's dark. That's malchus. The female. Okay, we're going to see about that later. What does that mean? So let's learn another a little bit more. Let us explain above. Earlier we said that the bones, they are the essence. But the flesh and the skin, they are just like a garment. This that expands on the bones from the flesh, the arteries, and the skin, it's only like a cover, it's only a garment, to enclose the essence. So he gives this is mamish an example. If the flesh is a garment on that, it's mamish an example of letters written on a clean parchment. Because the letter, the clean parchment, that's the essence. And the letters, that's like a garment, because that's helping the essence express itself in a particular expression. What's going to come out over here is that the holiness of the Sefer Torah is on the white. Not on the, I mean, the letters are very holy. But the white is way, 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 way holier in essence. Because the white is the essence of a godly revelation, of a godly nekuda, of an essential godliness that doesn't have any, that, that can't have any letters. And then the letters come, and the letters give somewhat expression to limited expression to something that is an essential beyond expression and beyond definition. So, and, and that's the same like the flesh going on top of the skin. The real substance of the, if you just have flesh, take out the bone of a person, and you just have flesh, it's gonna, there's nothing there. But, but bones itself, uh, is that you can't, can't present himself. If a person is left only with his bones, he can't come out on the street, he can't reveal himself. So to reveal himself, he's need to have flesh. Uh, we'll see soon. It's literally like the letters of, of writing. Letters, they are written in black, in black ink, on top of a parchment. The essence of the cloth of the parchment, is white. This is what it is. It is white. And even on the place where you write letters on it, where you don't see the whiteness, 
Okay, the places where you're writing a letter, you don't see the whiteness anymore. Because of the blackness of the ink, of the letters, all of them were written on it. Nevertheless, even when you're making it black, the, in essence, it's still white. It's just that on top of the whiteness, it's black coloring. The very substance of the, of the parchment itself, Adayin Nishar, still remains as it is. It's just that you can't see it. Even when the letters are written on it, it's still a white parchment, which is Gadik. The white parchment remains the main substance because ink, ink alone, if it's not on a parchment, it can't be read. It needs to be on something. So the main substance of it is that whiteness. So when you're reading the Torah, the main substance of what you're reading is not what you're reading. It's not at all what you're reading. It's something much deeper than that you're not reading. In addition to the fact that we have no clue what the letters mean. See what they're no clue how to even read these. These letters have secrets and secrets and secrets. And we're going to be living a billion years after Mashiach comes and still not finish with the letters. And we're not even going to begin yet with the parchment. See, the parchment is like... <laughs> it, oh, it gives... I'm going to assume going to see. It gives... It is expressing the parchment. Here's the thing. It's expressing the parchment, but it's not defining the parchment by that expression. In other words, the, the parchment can wiggle itself out of those letters very quickly because technically you can erase those letters and write other letters. So that means the parchment is still free from that definition even though now it's, a, it's like a person wearing clothing. Right now I am presenting myself in these clothing. But those clothing don't essentially define me because I, tomorrow I can put on complete different clothing and I don't have to wear those clothing. From the whiteness, that's right. Yeah, in a sense. Even, even though the whiteness of the Torah is, 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 too, is too unknown to us, and therefore we can't benefit from that light, we can only benefit from what is written. And he's going to explain it really well, this idea that the... the uh, it's like a nigga. What? Like a nigga. Once you put words on it. Yeah. Is the main thing. And the letters that are written on it. It's, it's only the letters that are written is only the way it is now showing itself. The change of the whiteness. To the appearance of black. It's like a garment. It's like a person. I'll give an example. You know, a person is so much. We, when you see a person, when people see people, you meet people, you meet someone in the street, you meet someone, we assume we make so many definitions on that person based on the clothing that they wore. The person came in, you're kind of summarizing this person. But there is so much more to the human being than that suit that he happened to wear or that kind of dress that he put on. The truth is, a lot of times, most of the times, people will dress with clothing that kind of is consistent with, with their character, of who they really are. But yet, the clothing, you know, to be able to just summer, to, 
to, to judge a person based on the clothing that they have is a very, very silly way, superficial way of, of, of defining someone because the, the, they, they could present themselves this way and they can be totally deceiving you with the clothing that they're wearing. He makes himself. It doesn't have any, any, any comparison to the essence of the person. But nevertheless, even though we're saying it's not doesn't have any comparison to the person himself, his clothing, when, when you are clothed, then it's you, then, then, then it's not just clothing in, in, the, in the closet. You're in the clothing. Is carrying the clothing. The body with the garment become one. They unify. And the same is also with the letters that are on the parchment. The cloth, that's the bones. It's the bones of the Torah. That's the essence of the Torah. And the letters that are written on it, they are a garment. They become unified. But the main thing is the main thing, the main substance of the Torah is the cloth itself. The, um, the, uh, the, the, the parchment. That's beneath the letters. And how do you know that at the Iker? Bottom line, yeah, a, 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 a parchment has got two things. It's got the parchment and the letters. So bottom line, how do you know what the Iker is? So he's explaining the, the Iker is as follows. Take away the parchment from the letters. The letters are gone completely. You have nothing. You don't have any, you have no letter without the parchment. You need the parchment to just give it that entire backbone of the letter. Take away the letters from the parchment the parchment still remains. The parchment doesn't lose its existence because you took away the letters. You can then write other letters on it. So the parchment is not dissolved by the letters being taken away. But the letters are dissolved by the parchment being taken away. So which tells you that what? That the parchment is far more of essence and of substance to the um, Ain't shinui cloud, there's no difference in the essence of them. With the with the bones with the flesh, the main thing is the essence. That is carrying the flesh. And when you remove the flesh, like we said earlier, when a person passes away and they're buried for a while. Then the, 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 the flesh decomposes, but the bones still remain. So this will this marshal will also teach us in the idea of Torah the, the written Torah. It is not what the sages say. The Torah was given to us as a black fire. Algabe esh levana on top of a white fire. What does that mean? Shehu pchenas chachma ubina. That's the chachma and bina. You see, when we're looking at a Torah, we're only seeing the bina. The bina of the Torah; those are the letters. The chachma, that's the essence of it. That's the that's the cloth. That's the background. 
the black letters that are written on the Sefer Torah, they are written on a parchment. The cloth itself, that's the chachma. That's why it's white. What did we say? And chachma is white. We learned earlier. That's where the bones come. Kacha klaf lovan. The klach lovan liyos pchenas atzmiyos because it's the essence. For oisiyos anachtavim b'seifet Torah and the letters that are written on the seifet Torah, who mepchenas bina, they are from the bina. Ki ametzayer oisiyos beklaf when you're forming the letters on the klaf. Harezeb pchenas lovush. This is a garment. V'loy pchenas atzmiyos, but not the essence. Kaniskali as we said earlier. Then oisiyos shchorim. So these are the black letters. Shemalimim lavlunius aklav. It's actually concealing the whiteness of the cloth. Kamoi. Just like when the mother throws the flesh on top of the bones, she's concealing the bones. She kamoi pchenas oidim the aim like the redness of the mother. Shememenu abaser vahagidim, which is the flesh. Shemalbishim that are in clothing. Umalimim and they are hiding laatzmos. Latzamais to the bones, Shemaloiv in the Av, Kanavadailamev. Okay, this is all physical. Now he's going to give an example to all of this in a more psychological element, which is very Gishmak. We're going to learn a little further till we get to Ichim Vachover over here, okay? And a Sefer Torah captures that holiness. On a copies like this, it's not the same thing. It's, it's in, when it's written by Kedusha Sefer Torah, there is that. That essence, the, the, maybe you can say it on that too. I mean, to, to a certain degree, as much as the idea is real on everything, so maybe. This will be understood better in the Chachma and Bina that's in a person's soul. The essential power that a person has, the brain. The, the one's intelligence, the power of intelligence. What's that? That doesn't have any any letters in it yet. It doesn't have any ideas. The fact that you're you have a brain, you have an intelligence, you can study any subject. We can learn math, we can learn science, we can learn this, we can learn that, we can learn this mimer, we can learn that mimer, Tzemach Tzedek, Alter Rebbe, Rebbe Nachman. You can learn Tzedek. You can read learning from everybody across different ideas completely. But the Etzem Moyach is a plain white parchment. It's simple. No Oisius yet. Once you're reaching up, and then that's number one, that's your power of your intellect, number one. Now next stage, even when you have the first epiphany, Poof! An idea flies into your head. Even then, it doesn't really have letters yet. That's already a more specific idea, but it's not really, you don't sense any words in it yet. It's just a flash of light. And, and the truth is that epiphany can be taken into many directions. In the Bina is where it becomes fixed and locked and defined already in words. That's why you'll have, you'll also see an interesting thing. You can have the same mimer, the same sicha, the same mimer, the same taisvis, the same gemara, the same pasik chumish, the same people reading the same thing. That's the chachma. And yet, the way, the, the, way, the way everybody takes it with their oisius, with their understanding, already gets fixed in a completely different way.
And only the person who has the real, real, real Nekudas HaChachma is not limited and, it can, and, it can, and it can see it like this and can see it like this and can see it in a thousand different ways because he has the, the complete abstraction of it. But instead that in Chachma there's no Oisius yet. Bina, however, but what's Bina? Bina is not something new. Bina's, Bina needs energy. Needs needs the needs the it needs that. Vessels. The Bina is the vessels, but it needs the the, the aura. It needs the energy. It, the Bina takes what that epiphany was and and gives a definition. So really, it's it, it's it's like writing letters on top of a parchment, where it's darkening it because once you put it into something specific, it's not as bright as it was before with all the potential that it had before. Once it's already specific, it's specific, specified. Changes. Imagine the white piece of paper that's, that, that is put on Einstein's desk before he starts writing. It's just a plain white, white piece of paper. But you know there's going to be chedushim over here. <laughs> Whatever his brain is going to come up with, right? So that's still the pre, but that's like... And then... And then whatever, okay, then it might be, you know, this one particular, it will for sure be something particular. Once you have something particular, you've already stepped away from that powerful potential that is undefined and unlimited and un... un- the Torah, when the Abishta gave it to us, he didn't give it to just, just in Bina. He gave it to us from Chachma. So the essence of the Torah is carrying something much more than anything that's written on it. What? It's him. That's Anochi, that he gave us himself. He gave us some, he gave us that, that energy, that pure energy of himself, that's the whiteness of the Torah. And then as it begins to show itself with those letters, that's as it's already, and then we, each of us, as we read the letters, each and every one of us is taking it into our own lives, seeing it in our own way, but, but, but even the letters are already defining what is essentially Oh, but it's not like those letters are, are just superimposed. It's because the letters are not screwed on to the parchment. The letter is taking the white parchment and making the whiteness of the parchment express itself in this in this design. So it's it it, it the, the letters are actually capturing the. Put it this way. The godliness of, of, of the Torah that is unknown, the Orin Sof, the infinite one that is unknown and undefinable, through the Bina, through those letters, is eventually becoming comprehens- comprehensible to us. Or for instance, to the Neshamas in Gan Eden, you know, there it says that the Olam Abba was created with a Yud. The essence of it is not a Yud. The essence of it is pure Ein Sof light that has no definitions. But it's now, it's now revealing itself in a yud, which is in some form of a shape. Oh, once it's a yud, it can already be, you can look at it. You can, you, you can have a design, you can have a, an under, somewhat of a something to enjoy and to, to understand of it. Not in its. The, yeah, the white is the end self. That's right. That we don't understand, and we can't. And those letters are the are the are the are the bina element taking it already into into into, and that's why it's it's the flesh, it's the decorating. You know, the essence of a person is a skeleton, but no one will want to look at a skeleton. 
right? So the Abishta has to decorate it. So the mother comes along and she decorates it and makes it presentable. But, right? But the very fact, yeah. so now let's continue. Here we go. Hold on, let me go back over here. That is in a person. Which is called the It's just a spiritual power. To to innovate at all innovation besvaris with 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 svara means an explanation vitamim and reasons kiddu as it is not the aim bekoyach zehamaskel haskola and in this koach of the intelligence itself shum pchinas tzior oisias klal it doesn't have any letters yet elomushla elomufshet legamri this for sure this is the power of intellect this is even before the first flash. This is the power of intellect. It's completely removed mesug oisios from any kind of letters. Gam mepchenas oisios hasaga. Now he's going to explain later that there's, there's in letters itself there is the letters of comprehension, and then there's the letters of thought. The letters of comprehension are far more refined letters. The bina letters are much higher than the machshava letters. Thought letters is like real crunchy letters, like subs- like real letters, like letters of speech. They're, they're real metzias of something. The letters of Bina are very vague letters, but they're, they're letters. But, but Chachma is removed even from the vague letters of Bina. You have just the power that innovates ideas. Because it hasn't come in Asaga yet, and it revealed Seichel. That's called the essence of Chachma. Like the marshal of the cloth, like the bones. After this Koach emerges into the understanding of Bina Mamish, then it comes into a state of Tzir, of, of, of form of letters, at least it moved now into a form of letters of grasping. And afterwards it will come literally in thought to think this idea in real letters of thought where you can really feel the chomping of the letters in your brain. The crunching of the letters in your brain. And these letters they are concealing and, and enclosing to the pure light of the intellect, and the idea which is really telling you a lot of times, because you know, when you initially when you learn something, there's so much potential for what you can do with that. You can take it in so many different directions. But once you let it into a certain a certain way of understanding, a lot of times you're kind of imprisoned already. You're you're locked to understand it like this. I learned it like this. I see it like this. And it kind of, it's already stiff and stuck. Had you not stiffed it so much and let it stay in that, in that place, you had at that point, you had the potential to take it. You know what happens a lot of times? You have an epiphany. And what happens is we relate it to things we saw that day, experienced that day, or other things we learned. Or other, and then we take the idea in that direction. Because we learned, or we experienced, or we saw, 
we're, we're, we're kind of connecting it already to, we're making associations it's not that we're not it's not like we're misinterpreting the idea no, the idea is still so fluid it can, it can go into many directions but once you fixed it, you fixed it the kunst of someone who's a real Baal Seichel is to be able to always go back to the to the pure idea in its pure, pure Chachma state and therefore has the ability to apply it to a gazillion different situations and different things because you're not limited in understanding it or seeing it this way because in Chachma it's still pre osios prefixed, predefined. That's the real energy of it. This light of the Askolam is because of its essence. It's a very simple light. This that it can come in letters of Asaga. And from there to the next stage of letters, letters of thought. It gets hidden and concealed. Just like the black ink covers up on the pure whiteness of the parch. Of the parchment. Look what happens. It goes into letters of thoughts, which the letters, eventually, it, it encloses itself in such thick garments, like letters of thought, which the letters of thought, these very same letters, you can be thinking things that have no in- intelligence to them at all, silly things. And it's going into the same letters. You're using the same ABC in which you can you know, say absolutely foolish things. Bilti seichel, that don't have any seichel. Sheyesh mehem gashmiyam legamna, which these letters are so physical. I mean, he's talking about letters of thought, but yet, which when you talk to people that don't deal with this stuff, to them letters of thought are the most spiritual thing. They don't even realize that, some most people don't even, some people don't even realize that their thought has letters. And they say, oh, the letters. The, the Alter Rebbe over here is speaking, is saying that, no, that's like mamish physical already. These letters are not of the, any comparison to the Seichel. It's completely separated. Letters of thought is like you're taking something separated. It's like you're sticking something on to the seichel, shall oira seichel apashet, to the simple seichel. The imkena reza mamish, kamoi oisius anachtavim al gabayaklav. This is literally like letters that are written on a parchment. Shall oisius aksuvim bidioi. The letters that are written with ink, al gabayaklav, on the parchment, davar nivdalu, it is separated. Achshen nidbak al gabayaklav, it got attached to the parchment, umis achad imoin, it unifies with him canal. It's only a garment to conceal kiniskel, as we said earlier. From this marshal, we will also understand. Even though the letters are something separated, nevertheless, after these letters come about, nasa histalkus or I think it's supposed to be loy nasa. The only way I could understand it. Or einase, histalkus oira seichel. The light of the seichel does not go away. Ela adarabe, oira seichel noisam olav. The the the. It's not like the pure light when you put this black thing. See what happens? Is you're taking something dark now. You're taking something specific, and you're and you're and, and you're putting it onto a pure energy that has no definition. 
So if you're doing that, it seems like what? You should chase away the light. The light, the light is pure light. It's a pure, pure idea. You're taking something very, no, but it doesn't do that. The light invites these, these forms onto it. It doesn't reject it, it invites it. It lends itself into it. It energizes it. It explains itself. Yeah, that energy flows in it. The all of Iker Sibis Kiyumam and Adarab, this energy, this, this simple energy that's beneath it, is the main Siba, the main reason they're there. Ki because the essence of the intellect, who davar hasoival olava oisiyos. It tolerates the letters, and not only does it tolerate it, it like, it allows, it allows you to define it. Kamoi chatiches just like a piece of parchment, shesoiveles olav, it tolerates tziroisios. It doesn't reject the letters and say, I am clean white paper, don't put on me a drawing. Quite on the contrary, it's very happy to have a drawing on it. And say, ah, look out. The ain lo oisius kiyom klau. And the letters don't have any existence built the aklaf without the parchment. Vigam ain shinoi beklaf. There's also no change in the, in the klaf. Pein shiyetzairu oisius alolo oisius acherim. There's no change in the klaf whether you make these letters or you make other letters. Hakol yizbol. It, 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 it tolerates them all bashva achas. Oh, so I said earlier, even though your mind, what's it called again, is free, the mind essentially doesn't need these letters or these letters. So you would, but, but yet it tolerates these. And it just like, just like that, it could, the same concept could lend itself, the same energy can lend itself to someone else who will take these, who will, who will put different words on it. Like you have sometimes the same idea, the same concept explained by two different people. And they're all seeing it from their way. And yet the same, like, for example, I'll give an example. The Rebbe teaches Sichas. And you have like, uh, uh, you know, 20 teachers in Chabad who teach these same teachings. Listen to each one, it's a complete different class. And everybody gave it over with a complete different ICS. The concept lends itself to all these various different ways of seeing it, interpreting it, and that's a Pachal and Torah. Because they don't have any... Ah, but the point, the reason is because they essentially don't have any comparison to him. The letters of Asaga, they will change. Today I understand the concept today like this. Tomorrow I'll understand the concept like this. The light of the Seichel, can you do it as it is known? And if so... Even when the letters are enclosing it, the, the parchment or the seichel, that's the, their main energy. They are helping reveal its pure, simple light in a specific way. And this is what Torah Shabbat is Lamailo above. And by the way, that Semach Tzedek adds to this, this is the reason why the halacha is that when you're, there's a machlokas in the Gemara, there's two opinions, the Gemaldek, hear this, that Semach Tzedek says there's an argument in the Gemara, if when you're writing a Torah, if you, according to one opinion, you can only use ink that is erasable. That is erasable. An ink that's going to make a permanent mark that you can't get off, you're not allowed to use. Why? 
Because if an ink, based on what we just said, if the ink is penetrating the cloth so deeply that you can't get it off, what is it doing? It's really, it's, it's limiting the cloth. It's limiting the parchment. The parchment has to be free because it's orange self. It's not defined by this or by that. It's not like it's not flowing into that. Yes, it's flowing into this and flowing into that. But technically, even though you're not going to write any other letters, you're not allowed to write. It's, we have exactly which letters the Torah has given us, which are the letters. But still, technically, it has to be letters that are erasable. Oh, unless, no, but not if you have letters that are written on it that you can't erase, which is really telling you that it seeped in. No, what is it telling you? It's telling you that it seeped into the essence of the cloth, that it changed the cloth. Yeah, I'm saying. You're not allowed to erase, technically you're not allowed to erase it, but still it has to be, then he says, but then what's the explanation then? of the opinion that holds that even such, such a writing is kosher. It does change. If it's, if it's penetrating so deeply that the cloth is now stuck to it, it is changing the cloth. So how come you're allowed to use it? So he says, because we know Torah was really essentially given as engraved letters. Engraved letters is a whole different story. They're chorus. Engraved letters you can't change. Oh, but that takes away the whole thing. If we're saying the letters are engraved, the answer is that even in engraved letters, the engravement is only reaching. And then there is a certain whiteness that's be, that is deeper than the engravement. So therefore, Sarah's there was just through and through. Okay. But we'll see. V'hinei Yeduad is known to Oisius Shebetari Shebeksavum Mepchenas Bina Datsilus. The oisius of Torah Shabbat is from Bina of Atzilus. Kihine, you know, it's interesting. I always notice this. When Chasidim get an aliyah in the Torah, the minig by Chasidim is, when you get an aliyah in the Torah, you close the Sefer Torah and you make the bracha with the Sefer Torah closed. Always. Um, Non-Chasidim, when they'll make a Sefer Torah, they're opening up the Sefer Torah and making the bracha with the Sefer Torah open. It's a very noticeable thing. They have the Sefer Torah open and that's how they make the bracha. And by chassidim, it's always closed. And the reason for that is because since chassidim are, relay, are, 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 are connecting and seeing what's called Pneumius Torah, so in other words, you're making a bracha not what you're reading, you're making a bracha is what you're not reading. In other words, if you're not learning Pneumius Torah, then it's what you see is what you have. I'm making a bracha on, what, on the story that I'm reading. In Chassidus, you're, you're, you're recognizing that, you, that you're reading the Pneumius Torah, that which you don't see. And according to this, it's even deeper. It's not just the Pneumius of the story that you don't see. It's on the cloth. It's on the Venas Alonu Es It's not on the Oisius at all. It's on a closed Torah, something that's totally closed, not on what is seen in it. In you do what is known. Okay. The Oisius of Torah Shabbat is from Bina. The root of coming in of letters are from Bina. That's where the Giloy is. The revelation of letters have to do with Menatzpach, the five Gevurois that are in the Yesod element of Bina. Okay. And, and from there come about letters that are felt a little more, v'nikra malchus de tvuna. 
They're called Malchus of Tvuna, and that's Machshava. Tvuna. Tvuna is the lower part of Bina. It's called Tvuna. Vumachshava. Sheyachshiv oimek svaris asechel. Already in, in, in Machshava in thought. Vaachakach, and afterwards, Bolechlal oisiyasa Machshava mamish. What he's really saying is the letters of the Torah go through a gradation. They start off in Bina. And in Bina itself, they lower themselves down into Tavuna. And from there, they come into the real Oisius HaMachshav, the letters of thought. V'zehu Oisius, the Torah Shebeksav, and these are the letters of Torah Shebeksav, Shashar Sham Ebchenes Bina Da'atzilus, that are rooted in Bina Da'atzilus. V'omnam, however, Gufay Shal Klaf, the very Klaf itself, the very parchment, whom Ebchenes Oyer Abba Da'atzilus, is from the light of Chachma Da'atzilus, Shuhulavam, which is white, Le'yoisai Ebchenes Atzmius, which is of the essence. Acha oisi is the aim of Shemulubushim, Shemulubashim, Algabayaklav. Now, the letters of Ema, of Mother, of Bina, that are enclosed on the parchment, Hema Maris Gavin Oira Chachma Atzmis Hagonas Betoira. It was saying earlier, these letters that are now Bina going on top of Chachma, it's not like, okay, I'm now, it's not, I'm, 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 Mayan. Ashloft good. He's sleeping. A Jew is sleeping. The letters come from Bina. But in Bina itself, it's Bina and then Tuvuna and then Oisya Samachshava. And eventually they materialize. Okay? But what is it? He says these letters that are malbush now, they, they are essentially the, the light of Chachma, the essence of the light of Chachma, Haganus Betorah that is hidden in Torah. Torah comes from Chachma. It's just that these essential Chachma, Chachma, undefinable Chachma, is expressing itself in Tabina. Alkena Oisius Shchirim, that's why they're black. Also the color. Because what does what what Bina do? Mayan. But in any case, so what's happening over here is the Va'alken um, That's why they're black. Because they come from Gevura, the Ema. See, very, very simple. You see, the Bina, what is the Bina doing? The Bina is constricting the concept into a certain form. And that's the idea of Gevura. And Bina is full of Gevura. It's taking a, a simple, undefined concept and it's giving it shape and form and definitions. So that's why it's black, because that's what... Gevura is black and Chesed is white. So that's why the letters which are from Bina are black. You can't make a Sefer Torah with pink letters. 
You can only make a Tefer Torah with black letters. Because it's an Indian of Gevura. That's what it is. Kamoya oidem the aim. It's literally like the, the redness of the mother. And that's why the Sefer Torah is a person. The cloth is the bones. And the, the letters are like the flesh that's on it. And the cloth is white. It's from the chesed of the father. But this is the actual reason, this is the cause rather, that the, the, light, of, the light of the essential chachma could reveal itself. If the light of the intellect of the idea would not come to a revealed level of letters, you can't read a blank, a blank thing. You wouldn't understand it at all. comes out even though shalavush. In other words, it's a concealment that's really revealing. Any time you have a concept, and the the concept is so bright, the very brightness of it doesn't doesn't allow you to get it. You don't understand it. So you need to get it, you need to get, you have to, you have to, you have to be malbashit, you have to enclose it into words, into concrete things. That itself is darkening it, but that's the only way you can reveal it. Um, even though the garment of the letters, they're covering and concealing and obscuring the essence of it. They cause, at least this revelation. The Afapi, and even though Shegili Zeshala Oisius, this revelation of the Oisius, Tsimtsum Hu Lagabe Atzmius Oira Sechel, is a Tsimtsum, is a contraction to the essential light of the intellect. Makomakam, nevertheless, Lagabe Hamakablim to the recipients who Gilui Oir, it is a revelation of light. The Kahu be in Yanaksav, and the same is with the letters. The Afapi Shegufi Oisius Bidyoi Shochar, even though the black letters, Malim and Mumastirim are. Obscuring and and, and or the light of all Through this we understand it. That are inside the letters of the word. Until that's called a giloy. This is considered a simtsum. To the essence of the chachma, it feels like the bina is pathetic. The bina is a, is a very very concealed and limited thing. This is the idea of the black fire on top of the white fire. The white fire is the light of Chesed of Father, which is the essence of Chachmosh Shebetayra. The black fire and Simtsum Oisiyos is the contraction of the letters Haksuvim that are written Shemegalim Oirachachma that reveal the light of Chachma. as we said before. And now we'll understand Piddish HaMaimer. Zohar asked the question, why is it written on his bones? Vamai Begarmin, why is it written on the bones? We said on the Tzaddik and on a Russia, his, his, his mitzvahs of the Tzaddik and the wickedness of the Russia are inscribed on the bones. Begarmin, Yatam Mebasr, more than on the flesh. Pidish Lama Amad Rasha. Why did it say the Rasha Avinoyis of Chakuk and his Aver as sins are engraved Alatz Moisav on his bones? Dafke Veloyal Abbasar Vegidim Veoyren not on the flesh and the Gidim and the arteries Veoyren on the skin. The Tiritz and he answered Begin the garment in in Chivrin because the bones are white. Vixiva Uchma and the writings are black. 
And black writing cannot be seen only from a white parchment. So what is the meaning? What does it have to do over here? There's our answer, the reason why it's written on the bones, because in order for it to be able to be noticed really well, you want to write it on the bones, because the bones are right, white, and when you take a white paper, you can notice the letters very much. But what's the depth of the answer? There's a very deep answer here. Very deep answer. You see, when a person sins, he, he, not, he doesn't even say it so much over here, and the Tzemach Tzedek explains it strongly. When a person does a mitzvah, or when a person does an avera, the mitzvahs and the averas are coming from what? From the cloth, from the parchment, or the mitzvahs and the averis are coming from the letters. No, the cloth is the is the underlying substance that's holding it. But when it says you should eat um, matzah on Pesach, or don't uh, you know send away, that's in the letters. That means that the that the that the the actual expression of the Abishter into these mitzvahs and these averas begins in the bina, as it's coming down, and then in, into the zeiran pin and so on and so forth. These where the letters are coming. Therefore, when a person does a pegam, does an avera, and is not listening, the pegam is not really on the bones. It, the pegam is not on the bones. Because the bones are not captured in these, in these, in these, in these things. And this is what we say, for example, Benegei the Abishter, that all the sins that you do don't affect him, and all the mitzvahs don't, that's talking on Keser, on the, on the elements, on Chachma, on elements of the Ein Sof itself, it's not impact, impacted. It's where, it's where the design begins, in the Abishter's expression, of how it begins to illuminate into the full, into the, into the, what's it called again, into the re- expression of the, of the Torah to the world, to this, it, it begins to express itself as in, in the words, which those words are conveying to us the positive commandments and the prohibited commandments. That means when a person is sinning, the blemishes are happening, we're going to see later, primarily in Malchus, in the Zeirah and but ultimately all the way up into Bina. Because that's all the flesh, the basar, the gidim, and the skin. That's where it's happening. In the bones itself, which is in the essence of the Torah, and in the orange sof, in the Abishter himself, or in the essence of the Jew's neshama, at his very pintalayid, no avera can, can, can damage that. That always remains whole, that always remains complete. So the... the, the um, the, the Averis are taking place in what? In the, in, the, in, the, in the flesh. Oh, so that's why when it's written, think about it. When it's written, it's written not in the bones, on the bones. But the, see, what he explains is the writing on the bones, when you're writing the Averis or the mitzvahs on the bones, it's actually the same thing like the flesh itself. What is the flesh? If, if the flesh are the letters. So the, 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 let's say, for example, when a person did mitzvahs, when a person did mitzvahs, he's, 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 he's now mimip, mimicking, let's put it this way, or synchronizing himself, and let's call it mimicking just for the sake. He's copying the way the orange self is coming. The orange self is simple, but the orange self is expressing itself through these 613 commandments. 
through these mitzvahs, through these observances. And that, the fact that the Oyerin Soif can be captured in a matzah, can be captured in a lulav, can be captured in this or in that, or negating the 39 malachas of Shabbos, or so on and so forth, all these definitions are all already giving definition to the otherwise undefined, infinite, and un... Oh, so when a person is doing a mitzvah, he's actually doing, he's writing a Torah on himself, in concept. Because just like there's the essence of the Orein Sof, there's the essence of the Yitz Neshama. And their essence of essence are one. Now, but in order for the Neshama to, to, uh, to experience anything of God, see, put it this way, it says that even the most wicked person, the worst of the worst, they're not destroyed in Gehenna. And they're forever. They last forever. Wow. But that's only their essence. Not destroyed in Gehenna. Uh, it says that the, the wicked don't... Uh, why? Because the, the neshama itself, the essence of the neshama, is indestructible. But yet, in order for the neshama to go to Olam Haba, and to go to a place for it to enjoy godliness, you don't live on essence. Uh, the nucleus is the nucleus. Now, now there is, needs to be an entire developed, expressed human being. And that, it, and that developed, expressed human being has to receive a, 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 a real, a, and connect and receive a, 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 a knowing of Hashem we're in a world of Olam Haba, in a world of Gan Eden, or eventually in this world when Mashiach comes down here. For that it needs a brain, for that it needs a... It needs giloi, it's not, essence itself doesn't do that. It needs giloy. It needs revelation. It, and that's why, how does God do that? Through the Torah, which are the letters that are expressing Him. But oh, So we have two things that come out over here. On the one hand, to understand that the essence itself is not impacted. That's why it's not, it's, it's, that's a redeeming thought. The essence is not impacted. But the, the, the coverings of it, the basar, the gidim, and the atzamais are impacted from where, where do they come from? But they don't have any substance on their own. They're only existing from the bones. The bones has to carry them, without the bones. Which means it's not to say, chas v'shalom, that there's none of the orin sof in a mitzvah. Chas v'shalom, adarab, the orin sof is expressing himself into, into defined existence, into defined reality through, we said earlier, the, the, the letters are not some letters that are just thrown on it that are blocking. They're letters that are blocking, but are at the same time are, cons- are, are revealing. So to, the Abishter's only revelation, if you want to have a revelation of God in your life, it's only through Torah mitzvahs. But at which level is, it, uh, is this all taking place? On the level of the flesh that's on top of the bones. Because the bones itself remains completely clean, removed from all of it. So that's why where is it written on? The good that we do is written on the bones because it's much written. What does written mean? It's the express. You can either express the yeah of God or you can express the no of Hashem. Averis are, are, the, are the negative flesh which, which in a sense is what the Torah is saying don't do. Losase. 
Yes, it's like scribbling on this cloth, ruining the cloth, not allowing the cloth to give forth its oisiyos, which are the expression of God, of what the Eberster needs to... So, but the Tzemach Tzedek explains, so if it's not harming in any way the cloth, if it's not harming the cloth, so is mashma that the Pagam is not in Chachma at all. The Pagam is only in Bina and onward. But he explains, no, no, no. Since Chachma is the energy of the Bina, and of the, since Chachma Be'etzem flows into Bina, so the part of Chachma, put it this way, the part of Chachma that is, that is, that is, is carrying the Bina is, is impacted by an Avera as well. It's almost like to say like this, the part of the parchment that's under the, that's under the letters, that is holding that letters, the whiteness of that is also being blemished as a result of a sin. Because that whiteness, oh, but different than in the Bina. In the Bina, it's a real stain. In the Chachma, it's only a stain in as much that Chachma is now defining itself like this. It's not, it's not so stuck over there, you understand? Because since the cloth, we, remember we said earlier, the cloth itself never really becomes black, even, if it's, even though it's under the black. But since this cloth is supporting the black shape and form of those letters, where in those letters it says, don't tell a lie. So if someone is telling a lie, he's negating the letters, but he's negating also the cloth that's underneath the letters, in as much as that cloth is supporting the letters. Not the, not the essence of the cloth, but the, 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 the cloth as it is, as the chachm is flowing into the bina, as we said earlier, it's not like the bina is a separate entity. The bina is only deriving its substance from the chachm. Yes, and soon we're going to see something astounding, but not today, next week. We're going to get to that. Okay, let's see. The tirits begin the garment of chivrin, begin early story the elamagoy chivra. What does this mean? Begin the garment in the chivra, begin the pitish, begin the garment in the chivra because the bones are white, because of the essence of chachma. It couldn't be revealed at all. The kashet sarech she ain't noid of a niglo oiroi. When it needs to be revealed, I raise a dafka. You they begin to see or oisiyos. The the light of chachma only comes to revelation through the through the form of the letters shchirim, the black ones. Sheem begin to sabina, which are from the bina canal. The loyish tamoid the ksiva uchma elamagoy chuvra. So you can't tell the black letters only from the white. What does that mean? Pidish dafke kashet yesh tachtov haloyven. Only when you have beneath it the white, ha'atzmi, the essential white, ashenoisam v'soivlam, which is tolerating, carrying them, and tolerating them, va'atzimtsum shall give for oisiyos malim emoisiktas. And it's true that the contraction of the letters themselves are concealing it a little bit. Umakol makom nisher helam ha'atzmis love on tachteim. The whiteness is still beneath it. Ozai then ishtamoy deksuva uchma. Then you can see the black letters. To understand it from these letters. We understood from the marshal. In the soul of the person. That the light of the intellect itself, that's pure, not with letters, is the main foundation of any subject or any idea that you have. Even after you have them. 
the, the, the physicalizing the letters on the cloth, the wider the cloth is, if you have a very white cloth, you're going to tell very strongly the letters. Like this, the contrast. Just like light, the whiteness is seen from contrasted to dark, so too the black letters are seen contrasted to the white letters. So what does this mean? The revelation of the light, which is dark, to the essence of the chachma. It's only, this can be known, only from the whiteness of the essence of the chachma. The light of the seichel, that becomes unified over there, the white and the black, which is the opposite of this symptom. Black writing is not seen only from white. Uh, similar to the Torah that's black on the outside and white in the inside. Not only because the opposite. It's because the white is in the inside. Because of that, the blackness comes to express it. So over here he doesn't explain, okay, so what? What does it have to do with it being written on the bones? Oh, he didn't, he didn't, really, he didn't really explain so much there. Therefore, why should mitzvahs and averis be written there? That's why I'm, I brought to you from the Tzemach Tzedek, which explains it. He gives more expression to this idea, saying that no, this is exactly this Indian. What's the Indian? The truth is he says it also a little better, a little stronger later. That the mitzvahs and the averis itself are which is written on the bones is exactly like the flesh. What's the flesh? The flesh of those oisiyos. So these, in other words, there is an essence of a Jew and there is how you express yourself, how you're going to live your life. Well, that goes on the bones. That's on the outside. It's not in the bones, but it's on the bones. It's like you're writing your life. And as a result of that, you're writing godliness and your attachment to godliness. So we're going to see, and this is what can happen, chas v'shalem, by um, by Tchiasam, that by Tchiasamesim, by the resurrection of the dead, he's going to explain later that the main resurrection happens on the the main resurrection is to the bones, is to the bones, the main Tchiasamesim is to the bones, and once the bones are resurrected, then automatically, because the main thing, the main life of a person is what is the chachma. When your chachma, when your nekuda is there, then the rest will come automatically. Oh, that's the problem. However, the wicked that have written on their bones the wrong thing, so even if their bones come alive from the Tchiasa Mesim, it can't translate into healthy flesh. So that's why it says those that are written with, a, with all this graffiti on their, those that have graffitied their bones with all kinds of negative things and didn't do tshuva, it's a problem with Tchiyas HaMesim. Because even though their bones come alive, it's the, it's, which was we said earlier, the etzim of every Jew is good. The essence is good. But you're not, you keep, you're not living on essence. You have to come to expression. You have to come to definition. You have to come to, to, to have that persona and the developed. And that requires 
the development of Torah and mitzvahs, which is the writing on the bones, which is like the flesh on the bones. Oh no, if he did tshuva, it's, not a, it's all erased. But we're talking about if they didn't do tshuva. Why, what's what we say? Call Yisrael Yashlam Chelech Lo'elam Abba. Okay, so we'll have to see. Um, I want to leave. I mean, even though this last next piece is... Um, truth is, I'm going to... I don't want to learn this. It's just going to com- complicate us now. Next week, we're going to continue. There's something so beautiful over here next week about Rosh Hashanah and about uh, how atonement is given. Uh, it's too long to learn it tonight, so we're going to leave it for next next week. So make sure to attend next week's class.